Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matthew Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello. Hello. Before we get started today, I just want to say that as we were loading up and get ready to record, Matt kept saying, let's go, Brandon. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I was and actually I supporting a very good friend of mine, Brandon. Last name. Mills? Yeah, I love that guy. He's one of my best friends of all time, and I would always encourage him to keep going. Let's go, Brandon. Is, it's is he? Uh, is he? Does he hold up? Oh my god, absolutely! One of, honestly, yeah. one of the most solid guys I've ever met in my life. He was always very nice, so I always like. <laughs> oh yeah, love him to death. In fact, I every time when the when the dumb asses decided to be super secretive of their hatred for Joe Biden, I was like, I was like the poor Brandons of the world. They're the next Karens, unfortunately. I've met plenty of sweet, sweet Karens out there, but you know society looks at them different now. And now I just hope, I hope my, my, I hope my, my main man B Mills is is doing okay with all the T Mills. My main man T Mills. T Mills. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? Let's be honest. Brandon could be doing a little bit more. All right, Mister Joe Brandon, could we please be doing a little bit more? Yeah, that's the thing that sucks. Is like, yeah, we think the same thing. Yeah, it's like I don't like do, him too, but for do, different do anything. Yeah, I don't. I also don't like him, but for actual reasons, <laughs> not just because I'm a little piss baby. Yeah, and I'm we, Zach. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> that was quite the intro. Sorry for throwing you under the bus. I'm not. And, oh yeah, Matt kept trying to get us to. Um, we have to do this on live on air. Yeah, about saying that the screwdriver joke is dead, and I I don't agree. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We haven't been able to technically uh, uh, go through this as a four-piece, yeah, as a four-piece meal. Um, that yeah, maybe we should stop joking about um, enjoying white supremacist bands because clearly none of us actually do, and the times in the world are tense. And I understand it's fun to try to get me under the bus right there. I understand, but we could be maybe just more creative. I just feel like the white supremacist <laughs> stuff is just a little mo- too hot. You know what I mean? It's just a little it's too hot. Too close to home. Uh, well, yeah, unfortunately, literally, where we grew up, there's a lot of people who don't take that as a joke. <laughs> yeah, and there's literally is a uh, white supremacist uh, music uh, festival going out in the hills around here right now. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so it's like, you guys can keep joking. I just go, oh, you know, I'll just publicly say it. Not not a fan of the band, of, of the <laughs> Screwdriver band. But, but you just, you like the music. You just don't like the sentiments. You know, and let's be real. I mean, just for the sake of transparency, I've never heard a song. Uh, Derek's so off to defer to you on the, um, the tonal quality and the, the um, you know, the the quality of the audio itself. I'll have to uh, defer to you. I, had, I honestly haven't either. I oh, didn't even try because I think it might be funny. Um, do you think you might love it? No. Let's go, Matt. Let's just change that. Let's just change that phrase to "Let's go, Matt." Let's go, yeah. Matthew. Let's go, Matthew. I did. Um, I mean, I listened to Carnivore. That might be the the worst thing I've ever listened to. <sighs> Whatever you it's like, the, brand new. It's the dude from. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's fucking not, around. I'm just fucking around. It's not around. in their music. Uh, but Carnivore is the dude from Tycho Negative's band first, and uh, some of the lyrics are not great. Yeah, that guy's not great. Yeah. yeah. If, well, also, if you um, speaking of brand new, if you ever like look at their lyrics, you're like, oh god damn, like this is all in front of our fucking face, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, 
if you listen to Pinkerton by Weezer, it's surprising. Damn, Jesus. Nothing I, bad happened I, to him. I um I I won't listen. To that. That's two it's, Weezer references in two it's, days. It's probably my favorite record it's, that's why, ever been so released. I, I love Asian women. Why don't they love me? <laughs> I jerk off to them all the time. Why don't they like that? I have an 18-year-old pen pal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rivers Cuomo. I'm like 45 already. <laughs> I'm a million years old. I'm Rivers Cuomo. Uh, he, was, he was in his 20s, I think, when Pinkerton was written. But... Yeah, but he was like 28. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting how that, I mean... I bet that man thinks his lucky stars every day. It wasn't uh, he. He predates that incel movement because that man would have been carried upon the shoulders of many, oh. many lonely, many, well, many lonely boys. He would have been the mascot. And his his <laughs> wife is not what he has ever sang about. <laughs> She's yeah, like dude. a blonde model. <laughs> Ew, what a fucking unfortunate situation for him. No, I just think it's no, it's I know. funny. I know. But also, we are a professional wrestling podcast. <laughs> no, we're I'm taking over. We're a, a Weezer podcast not a, now. Not a Rivers no, Cuomo fetish what podcast. Fuck we are. <laughs> I just need to go on the he, record and he, say, um, he helped co-write the song "Stupid Girl" by Cold. <laughs> yep. What? Yeah, that's real. What? Jesus. <laughs> But he also wrote the masterpiece of Pinkerton, which has some problematic lyrics and, and some and great Beverly lyrics. Hills. He also wrote Beverly Hills. Maybe it's just age-wise that was the so- the very first um, song I was really aware of from them, you know, because it blew up on uh, TV, mm. like when I was watching MTV. And so, I, you know, here we go again, full transparency. I don't hate that song. See, that might be worse than liking Screwdriver. Yeah. Well, we'll leave that to the public to decide. <laughs> Beverly Hills is a bad song. I'm not loving it. I'm not seeking it out. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes, dude, he's just in the right place at the wrong time. That's true. I All right. I got mad on the ropes just like from the. No, from I'm, the I'm ready jump. for it every week. And I, I and I wonder if part of it's my fault. It is. You know. It's just because. <laughs> We're just victim blaming. <laughs> You're victim blaming. <laughs> it's your it fault, is, Matt. It is Matt's fault. <laughs> you're the nicest one, so it's funny. You're funniest to bully you. Also, like sometimes you get a little flustered, and I I don't know why. I know it just brings me joy. I, yeah, I, get, I don't know. I know. <laughs> and and initially the screwdriver thing was put on me, and on somehow you. I gave it to Matt. I know, and then I've just and that's exactly I've just had my back in the corner ever since, which has maybe made me say some things. Out of passion that I wouldn't have said under cooler-minded circumstances, like when he called me a slur. Jesus Christ! We weren't recording yet. <laughs> hey, I'm you say everybody. you slur? Yes. What's up, you, you slurs? Slur? What's Which up? One? <laughs> no, just, hello, slurs. Just, gen- just general slurs. Just, uh, hello, okay. hello, my slur words. <laughs> What's going on, my slurs? <laughs> So you know we're what talking word? about NXT. Hold on, hold on. I'm not <laughs> no, ready stop. yet. Do you know <laughs> what word sounds like a slur but isn't? Yeah, oh, no. please, here we go. <laughs> Kiwi. Oh. That, is, that is a name for people from New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. But they like yeah. it. But it sounds yeah, yeah. like a slur. Well, if you say it like that, like you fucking Kiwi, I bet they don't yeah. take it so kindly. No, but yeah. It just it, it weirds me out. I feel weird saying it. Can I be but honest? I say it, but I say it a lot. And I, and I know, I know. Uh, top of the show. I know Australia and New Zealand are vastly different places. I understand that. But yeah. I feel like the people from both are the same level of like tough motherfuckers, dude. Because I think both yeah, those Taika areas Watiti, are, are so unin- tough. 
Yeah, dude, they're both uninhabitable. <laughs> Australia specifically, I'm like, dude, you're you're you're, you're common. The mo- what was it? The mo- like the third most venomous snake in the world is the Australian common brown snake or something like that. Just like calm down, Australia. They have, like spiders the size of a house. Oh yeah, one of my old coworkers grew up part like part of her childhood in Australia. They said they had to. There was these certain spiders you had to sneak up on with a bucket and like cover them with a bucket because it would leap back and fucking hit the back of it. I was like, why would why would I understand people weren't even they didn't even decide. I don't know. You know, we're now I'm wading into some deep waters about colonization and whatnot, but. <laughs> Just a rough, oh, the fact that it was a pri- the fact that it was live. a prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a penal island and an entire indigenous population that obviously got fucking Europeanized. Yeah, I just learned about the uh, your the colonization of India. Um, watching the Marvel show, Miss Marvel. <laughs> I like that show. It's been catching some heat. Online. It's fun. That's not it's fun. I know, but I like it too. I like it too. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, wrestling. People <laughs> touching each other and grappling. This is our attempt to finish, to go across the finish line for our eight-part NXT series. I don't think we're going to finish with this energy. Whoa. No, we're getting it out. Wait, wait, hold on. What the hell was that? People touching each other. People <laughs> touching each other grappling. That was fucking weird. That's wrestling. I, I forgot to fill my Adderall before the weekend, yet I'm the least spacey <laughs> one on this call. Um, I just watched the Boy Meets World episode with wrestling, and uh, it holds up. There's some pretty good Frankie stuff in Stikino's it. Frankie father? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it the one where um, they bring in Robert Goulet to sing in the little Yes, room? yes. Okay, yeah. And fucking, fucking Adam Scott is the new bully. Griff? Yeah. I forgot about Ladies that. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Robert Goulet. Yeah. And then and ships of Spain. I think Eric Eric actually took a bump, so that was cool. Um, I like how they just had some ropes around a blue mat. Yeah. Invader was scary. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Why do you think before we get going, why do you think wrestling has fallen out of pop culture favor? Do I don't think, think it is- has. There's a show called Young Rock. Fuck, you're right. Where well, it's just not as cool, yeah. dude. Like the Attitude Era was it's, so cool, and now people just think it's so lame. That wasn't even the Attitude Era, though. Was that was before. before. That was like '94. Was that episode? Yeah, that was oh wow, new generation. Oh my so. god, you're right. And that's why um, we're it, anyway. It goes through up and it goes through ups and downs. Um, I mean, right now it's actually like Ha-ha. barely. It's like okay to like wrestling. It's like you're not like a like a nerd. Yeah, and I think it's a lot more subtle, like, except with Young Rock where Cole Cabana got to play the Brooklyn Brawler, but, like, um, there was some show that I heard people talking about where the writers were all wrestling fans and so they would sneak in wrestling references mm. and that also mm. happened in The Good Place. Oh, like, yeah. The writers would what about sneak... The Bad Place? Well, well the show's the called show. The Good Place. Yeah, so. but what about The Bad Place? Well, it's very much a well, part of the show, Isai, if you would watch yeah. the show. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, there's, I, one dude, I think you'd actually really things. like it. I th- watch the, it. The airport's called Macho Man Randy Savage Airport. <laughs> Honestly, that was a great show. <laughs> it's it's good. Um, but yeah, like it's somewhere. It's just more subtle. Like they yeah. don't have wrestlers being on shows because it's like <clears throat> Steve Austin is much more cool than like. Like you put Roman Reigns in a show and and it's gonna be different. I'm just saying. And I'm he, just waiting. He for showed Otis. up in a movie. Just give us Otis Knight as the fucking you know, 
or what did not? No, it's Tucker Knight. I just I just married the two. Give us Otis. Aww. Uh To Aww. give him give give us him as a grill and a grill and stepfather in a, a fucking like a family. What what's that American Family show? American Dad. No, American Dad? no, the other one. Good Modern morning, Family. USA. That shows that shows over. What Modern Family? Yeah, yeah. Reboot it with Otis as the dad. See, that's the thing. I don't wrestlers think you can were replace Ty Burrell. In that. Yeah, and wrestlers were never Ty Burrell. Wrestlers were never the star; they were guest stars, and that's that's where they shine. That's true. The Bit Miz parts. was on Supernatural. That's true. That's wasn't, he, wasn't he as the Miz? And because there was like uh, the, as a wrestler, yeah, like the Big Show show didn't pan out. Watched a couple yeah. episodes of that. Not. Not as fun as you know. Not one of those. That you, it's not even the ones that you can like enjoyably get through. It's just like, oh, it's just not fun. And so, like, you need to have them be like, oh, it's like a tall Paul episode. Yeah, and sure. like Sasha Banks showing up in Star Wars doesn't carry the same weight as Stone Cold showing up on Home Improvement. What? So cold, Tim Allen. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened, but that's just the references. That'd be sick if it did, though. Yeah, just his little eyes poking up above the fence instead of Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't uh, know oh, why. Oh. Yeah. I just think I think the wrestlers are they're different. I mean, it's not cool. It's not the biggest thing in pop culture like it was. I think for a while in it's pop not, culture, it's it wasn't not like super cool, but it's not like you're super lame. It's yeah, just like nerd culture in general has just infiltrated. There like, just seemed to be a while where culture, genuinely so. it wasn't at, it wasn't seen as like super corny for some reason. But I think you know that's just the that's just it was. It was. I think that pop culture was corny at the same, yeah, the same maybe way that wrestling it. was. Look at the '90s. The '90s is awful. Well, like, and like, like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man showed up on Baywatch. Yeah, to Hulk promote Hogan Bash own, at the Beach. Did have his own ding dang show as well. Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Jets and and lots of movies. I mean, I Hulk Hogan showed up like randomly, like on SNL with Mr. T to promote uh, Thunder, WrestleMania. Thunder one. Lips. He, I mean. Oh, it's it's not a spoiler at all, and it's in the very last episode of the new season. But Hulk Hogan does show up in Stranger Things. It's true. Like Terry now? <laughs> yeah, it's Vecna. Dude. Um, no, I mean that would be really weird because that <laughs> that show takes place in the eighties. But no, just just a tiny little, just a little thing. Are you being serious? I watched that whole thing. I did not. I did yeah. not catch a Terry one little bit. It's, it's I a, did. Too. It's a t. It's on a t-shirt. Oh, okay. Mm. Yes, Terry on yes. a t-shirt. Terry on a t. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of it is, like, I think wrestling needed pop culture back then. You know? Yeah, yeah it was just a different ecosystem on they, the like, TV used, landscape. They used each other. Like, Hulk yeah. Hogan showed up on Baywatch, and Baywatch got a pop, and they also got to promote Bash at the Beach. It's true. It's true. Now now they just post, uh, post it online. Yeah. And then Pamela Anderson just didn't want to be around Shawn Michaels. Can't can't blame her. Can't blame her. That's so much up, Sean. That's a scary man. Oh, that's I don't like thinking Speaking about that. Speaking of Sean Michaels, he's running. Apparently, he was just a, apparently he was just a huge asshole. Oh, no shit, yeah, famously. Not 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 not. He didn't get um. That's why Bret Hart's. That's why Bret Hart's number creepy. one in the world. Didn't get creepy, but apparently he was just a huge dick. Yeah, that that's, yeah that checks out. I think they were all probably shitty to women, like not even in a in a um, assaulting say, Brett, way. Bret Bret Hart, famous you know monogamist. <laughs> if there's one thing he did, he respected his marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his marital bed and whoever was in he, it. He put his jacket above his marital bed. Yeah, well, that's how he respected his, his marital his, bed. His current marriage, he seems pretty respectful to, you know, toward. Yeah, but he's also running the show over on NXT now. 
our old man Sean. Oh, Sean- I was like, Brett? Seanathan Michaels. Yeah, let's uh let's talk about NXT. We left off talking oh my God. talking about it, it feels yes. like it's been a, a year. A whole year. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened. Money in the bank happened. Uh, Forbidden Japan, Door happened. Yeah. Yeah. Vince McMahon happened. So I just knew that we've been doing this. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. We bit off. We bit off a big old chunk of meat, and we're getting through it. And maybe next time we'll have some more digestible little parts and little episodes for you. But now you're in it yeah. to win it. If you've made yeah. it to part eight, you don't care how long it's taken. You're here now, or you're listening retroactive. You know, after the fact. Yeah. yeah, when we when we do our um, Hanna Barbera WWE crossover series, We're that's one movie that. at a time. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. I don't know who that is. Hanna Barbera. Don't know who that is. Scooby Doo. The Flintstones. The Jets. The Jetsons. Dang it! I'm losing my mind. I don't know who that is. I wanted to pretend like a Hanna Barbera was a new Matthew. NXT. Matthew. I'll Google now. Scooby. Scooby Doo. Hanna Barbera. Cartoons. Scooby Doo, the Flintstones, Wacky Racers. Yeah, are you oh. listening to me? Oh, it's like two people's names. <laughs> it's like a fucking it's... animation studio. I'm with you now. It's, it's like yeah. Smith Corona. Yeah, or, I like how you say that. Yes. Like that's common ass. No- I mean, I guess it is common. That is, it is common that knowledge. Is so that is the most common knowledge. <laughs> I've literally I've ever never heard, heard of. anyone. People just talk about the cartoons themselves, not the animation studio. Like a no. fucking nerd ass nerd. You guys like the dog from Wacky Racers? I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah, Sneebly. Snidely whiplash. Snidely, yeah. Snidely fucking whiplash. Yeah, and his fucking his fucking dastardly guy. Like that show. I remember where we really have a weird energy. Yeah. Um. I remember twenty minutes in talking about Snidely whiplash. (laughs) Every every episode of that fucking show was the exact same fucking episode. I know. It it rocked. They just made they just made one. Did you ever watch the? The Anthill Gang came in, did something weird. Mm-hmm. Then a bunch of small guys idly laughed. This is a this is actually, I think, a problem. I think this Hanna Barbera. We need to investigate. It seems this is a this is a, a, a an instance of you throw a bunch at the wall and like one or two will stick because oh my god, they've made so many shows. What and, like Hong Kong Fooey? Catanooga Cats, Dastardly and Muttley and their flying machines. Muttley, Dinky Dog. That's the name. Name. What about Jabberjaw? The Funky Phantom. That's actually my wrestling name, the Funky Phantom. They're all like one season and just served like so. Ah, uh, we need more people for Wacky Racers. Yeah. And the Olympic one. Remember the Olympic one? That, oh, yeah. that well, the show Hercule- was cool. The Herculoids. That looks cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Alvin all right. I'm chipmunks. on board now. Thank you for yeah. derailing the entire episode to educate me, everybody. Yeah. We Scooby- really just don't want to talk about NXT. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was just saying, this is your fault. Really, the wrestling Why ones... Why is this my fault? I didn't vote for this. I did. If anything, this is Matt's we... fault, because you're oh, the one that wow. called the original meeting to say, Fuck hey, you. we should change the format. <clears throat> you want me to check the oil while I'm under the bus? Yeah. yeah. Is that how you want me to yeah. fucking maybe, do it? You want me to change maybe, that shit down here? Maybe light a match while you're under there. I'll fucking light you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> NXT... <laughs> Lippy the Lion and Hardy Har Har. <laughs> These are stupid ass shows, dude. What about Jabberjaw? I don't know. I'm not seeing that one yet. The new Shmoo. That looks like a I'm, I'm not like trying Scooby, to be but crass. It was a giant shark. I'm yeah. not, nyak, nyak, nyak. I'm not yeah. trying to be crass, but if you Google the new Shmoo, S H M O O, it's just a little globby piece of fucking jizz. And I'm sorry. Sick. That's actually really inappropriate. 
So um, the Jetsons and the Flintstones at WrestleMania mm-hmm. um, in that movie, I haven't watched any of these yet. I'm legitimately saving it for yeah, one okay, day so we, when yeah, we actually yeah. do them. Um, we won't, but we will. You've been pitching it since we started the show. Yeah. So I, it, it, five years in, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's when, you know, just try to bring some spark to a relationship. Or yeah, whatever. we're going to we're going to run out of juice and we're going to do it. <laughs> okay, we left off at Takeover Portland, the last of the uh, crowd shows for a minute. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. Like, oh, you know, Zach's been to an NXT show now. We can't. We just got to change the format. <laughs> well, Zach so, came here and gave everyone COVID. <laughs> yep, wrestling's over for the next year and a half. Zach won't get COVID for like four years or whatever from now, or two years, I guess, from now. But gave gave it to everyone here. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Moda Center. Um, so this was on that. This is Takeover in Your House 2020. I I remember this one so vividly. Yeah, because I always liked the house. Yeah. Um, because as a little kid, when they did the WWF pay per views. I always wanted to win the house. Like when they gave away a house initially, like, yeah. that was my dream. Did anyone ever so, actually win a house? Yeah, yeah, they did. It was some kid actually. And then they have house? to like sell it because of the taxes and whatnot, right? Something I feel like, like there's never been a happy story where someone wins a large ticket item. <laughs> I believe that is 100% the case with the in your house house. I've like someone did like a deep dive research into it, <laughs> and it was yeah, it was like oh they had to sell it. Yeah, because sure. no one can actually afford to. <laughs> Just maintain a fucking house that they're given, but wonderful concept. What was that? Well, back then we're all, we're giving out helicopters in the nineties, dude. Like fucking everyone's g- giving out big ticket items. Oh, yeah, my my brother once won like one of those like you got to like get in one of those um like drag car like the like super high speed drag cars and get the race in one of those. And then he won that. And then by the time it came around to get that prize, they're like. Yeah, liability, we can't actually do that. So here's a bunch of just stuff. <laughs> we only did that. We only said we were going to do that to look cool. We cannot put you in a fast car. Thanks, Chan- <laughs> Thanks, Channel 12. My my boxing coach won a, like a Cadillac. Flex, dude. Yeah, it was cool. Sounds like your boxing coach was also a drug dealer. <laughs> no. He won a Cadillac, guys. Uh-huh. In a, yeah, at a, at a casino. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. like, in, like in Vegas Vacation? Yeah. Damn, that's awesome. Cool. He was actually Wayne Newton. <laughs> Sick. Man, that's how I want to come up. Bo- bless, boxing bless, teacher done bless good. You. Bless you. Uh, bless everyone around here. I'm Wayne Newton. Yeah, this happened June 7th, the 2020. The attendance was zero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, however, dude. the uh, the Heavy Rock was brought to you by uh, Code Orange with the song uh, Underneath. And I think they pl- didn't they play it live? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. They haven't did at one of the COVID era shows. Um, This one. Now, would you mind sorry, just running it back real quick? When was the Portland show, and when is this show? Well, how much time has passed between the two? Portland was in February. February, and they didn't do any special editions or takeovers or any events up until this one, because they had like the, or just like, they were just fucking trying to figure it out. Well, and wasn't everyone wrestling at Full Sail? Like Raw, uh, SmackDown. No, they're all wrestling at the the Performance Center. Oh, okay, okay. And there was the Rhea had the NXT title match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. that year. 
So Charlotte was our NXT champion. Right. From that. That was supposed to be Rhea's moment. And, and then, then it this all is came also like down. when they like were um they had like just like released a bunch of people. Like stuff was starting to get um getting a little weird. Getting a little fucked up right yeah. now. Budget cuts start becoming more of a thing. Is this when fucking uh, uh, Nick Khan starts coming into the picture too? Did he come in? in I think 2020? he's already in the picture, but but this is where he he starts doing his thing. Where like the Fox deal start coming around, the Peacock deal starts coming what? around. Yeah, so yeah, the big changes, big changes, and like it's interesting too because NXT really was um, picking up so much steam on its own accord that like big steam. it. It picked up some big steam. How much? Big steam. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. But then, world starts tumbling. You know, obviously they they focus their efforts towards the quote unquote like main roster shit, trying to figure out how are we going to keep this going. And NXT is just it kind of feels like for a little while here, yeah, like uh, grasping it. You know, reaching for the scraps. They're they're just trying. It's like Triple H trying to keep things on the rails. Trying to still give a good product, like every one of the um, performers is doing everything they can because it, it is such a at that time. I mean, especially June of 2020, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. I was honestly just very thankful for for just wrestling in general, just because mm-hmm. it did provide a an escape. It's like you know, what, at least we get something. That's what Katie and I have that car even still because we're still obviously feeling these ramifications. The world has opened up a little bit more, but even still, it's like it's nice to have one, at least one thing a week that's new and live and like you know, it breaks up the monotony of doing the same fucking thing every single day. And so yeah, wrestling. I was so grateful for wrestling at the beginning of the pandemic, even though it was just the most dystopian, weird thing. I can't, mm. I can't wait to reflect on the. Uh, thunderdome era in like a couple <laughs> years when we have more space from it yeah or even the the pre-thunderdome era like where we get weird shit like the fucking hell yeah just yeah. other pc like <laughs> recruits it like behind cages like it's like a 2003 like smackdown game where she's like yeah 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 the crowd oh yeah that was like just, yeah. new, just i like, remember boogs was like a mainstay yeah you can really make or break yourself <laughs> those were early early couple months and then there were a lot of shitheads. Uh, Indeed. That was weird. WrestleMania was crowdless that year. Fuck, yeah. dude, it was so weird. It's when... It was very weird. And then, like, even this show, getting, like, to In Your House, like, they were starting to figure it out, but it was still fucking weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. But this is their first, like, all right, we're still here, we're still NXT, we're still putting together a show. And uh, and it was at the the PC yeah, this says it was a full sale. Oh, okay. Uh, the I always Wikipedia thought, I, until entry. this moment, I thought they were inextricably linked. I thought they were at the same place. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's run down the card. Uh, we got a tag team, six-woman tag team match with uh, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox uh, defeating Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. So, uh, so two so of those so people so are signed so now? Yeah, two are still there. Yeah, um... Yeah, it is two, but, um... So Candice is on the bad side because remember she had turned heel on during the one final beat match that had happened. Yeah, oh, we're finally yeah. gonna get we're finally gonna get a Candice story. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and we did, we did, we did. No one was there to see it, but we did, and it was it was cool. That's uh, yeah. Of also, of this, I never knew she could work heel that well. 
great. The, I, yeah. Sam, I mean, yeah, and kind of the same was with Johnny. Was this before went, The Way? Or was The Way starting? This is before The Way, but it's like they're, they are getting into that. Okay, okay. Um, I loved the, the stupid fucking... Um, promos they would do like at their house talking would be like look at the black camera, and white and they'd go black and white and then like they would talk like they'd break the fourth wall I hate wheels like, yeah they were funny yeah, they were they, very funny I hate wheels I've always said that <laughs> and like honestly yeah that like they're there's there's definitely cases throughout the pandemic era of characters who really were able to shine because things were just so the goofiness open. of the undisputed era yeah, mm-hmm. like, I I thought they did such a great job, like, especially like, with the Dexter Loomis Roddy stuff. Yep, that stuff was hilarious. And I know yep. this wasn't NXT, mm-hmm. but like you know NXP. <laughs> well, you know, how, so like um like Bailey as well. Like there were certain characters just, and they were obviously maybe because they're all wrestling in the same place. I can't differentiate who was where when, but like uh, it's just yeah, certain characters were able to just like shine through and just be so entertaining and like the obvious weirdness of what was going on with like no one being there. Well, yeah, it was weird because, like, you had some people like Rhea Ripley who would do her entrance when she was supposed to do a run in. Um, one time, and yeah, she blew it, dude. Like, and then that's all I think about when I think, <laughs> unfortunately. And then you have Bailey who just like doesn't really do her entrance, just goes up to Michael Cole and makes fun of him. Yeah. Like, or Big E that like log rolled down the ramp. Yeah, like there were people that, that took throw his jacket at Corey. <laughs> yeah. There were people that took the situation and like adapted, and then people who like tried to do the same thing, even though like Roman did that. It's yeah. like it's like you the people who adapted in this situation are the people who are the best at their jobs. Oscar. Yeah. Mm. Like he just got weirder and weirder and weirder. It's like you could see Roman. Oh yeah, you're a paint by numbers wrestler. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. So like, and unfortunately, I don't think. Obviously, we we're we've kind of hit. We're over the crest of the wave of of NXT being as hot as it ever was. Like at this point, it is a lot of figuring out how to how to establish, and then. You know, obviously, I'm not getting too far ahead, but this is kind of what leads us into NXT 2.0. Do you know the one factor of this? What happened? Karrion Cross, Dude, TikTok. It was all Um, him. It was all him. I I think they... I disagree entirely, because I think they had jumped the shark with the one final beat match. I think think it's Johnny and Tommaso that jumped, uh, you know, Mm. and made NXT jump the shark. Um, That match sucked. I (laughs) think it's terrible. I always felt so bad for it. Because yeah. it was on TV, there's commercial breaks that break up, like, being sucked into the match. It wasn't the match that they were wanting to have at a, a, a takeover at a mania. Like, they, yeah. they were, it was just very strange. Yeah. Like, I, give, I have all the sympathy in the world for them, but, like, yeah, that, that match is what did it. Like, yeah. Because like, that was a COVID-era one, because it was, like, in a warehouse, right? It was a little... Yeah. Uh, it, is when they were flirting with like the cinematic matches before we had because we had a couple you know fucking killer yeah. cinematic matches throughout the pandemic era. This one tried to play in between, and it was just you know like what was it? Was it? It wasn't. Was it Regal or was it Triple H who was just like sitting in the corner and it was like Triple right, H? I'm turning off the lights. Lock up when you're done, basically. And it's just yeah. like uh, it's what? like when you guys leave here, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, because it was there saying woke wrestling entertainment. <laughs> wasn't it? And wasn't it? Wasn't it unsanctioned or something? Yeah, everyone was gone. Mm-hmm. Everyone was gone. He was, the ref was yeah, just there to count the three. Yeah, Candice Kand- did the low blow and turned heel, which was cool. But again, the whole thing was over- so fucking overblown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- they were like, trying to like 
like fabricate the same drama that they could have gotten out of a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, like a uh, like with like the crowd and everything, they're playing along. It just said they couldn't. Yeah, so like I think they found it out. Yeah, yeah. So when your top two people are going downhill, it's like it's hard to keep keep yeah. the show afloat. But yeah, that first one, uh, Mia Yim, Shotzi, and Tegan won. Uh, then we had Finn Balor defeating Damian Priest. The match that Damian Priest um like took that back bump on the stairs, and then like he became like really good. Like, yeah, from that. Yeah, that's what caused it. And, and now Finn Balor was on that fucking run of just yeah being the fucking best. Now yeah. they're and now they're friends. They're spooky friends. That's true. That's true. That is very true. And Finn wears long boys now. Yeah, it, does. it still shows his dick just as much. <laughs> yeah, you can only hide that hog so you know so well. You gotta Bret Hart it. You gotta wear the undertights, like a regular pair of trunks, tights, singlet. Right. Match it. That's all if you. That's there. if you want to hide it. No, you you should. It's respectful. It's respectful. <laughs> it is respectful. I think it's disrespectful to me if he does hide it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation for old Finn. For old Fergal. Uh, Keith Lee. For old Fergal's Devitt. Keith Lee defeated Johnny Gargano uh, for the um, in an NXT North American Championship match. Uh, Keith was the champion, and he retained. I mean, that's uh, a that's a spectacle of a match. I don't remember much about it, but I mean, I big, don't remember that big, match at all. Big boy, little boy. Yeah. Also, like this is like when Keith like was like really running hot because we had the Survivor Series the year before mm-hmm. the World Rumble like in 2020 where Brock's like, oh, a big boy. Yep. And boy. so it's like Keith yeah. and uh, Keith was really getting the. Uh, the shine here on NXT. And then they wanted to name him Bearcat. <laughs> That's right, dude. So he took his ball and went somewhere else to do uh, nothing. Man, he's, I, that's the he's, compilation. If we have any any fans out there, please cut together an episode for us of all the times we were like, maybe Bearcat will be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind I, of I, a cool I, idea. He's going with it. Yeah, he tried, but then he got fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he then, got long COVID and then got fired. Yeah, they yeah. missed so. I mean, a Keith Lee Brock match would have been so tight, dude. Yeah, for real. Uh, but then we had uh Adam Cole uh defeating hey, Velveteen Dream in a last chance oh, back lot brawl. God, you only have like, the cars and shit around. Yeah, this match sucked. Yeah, I hated this match so much. This was where was, Velveteen Dream was on the other. This is before shit came out about him as a person. Yeah, but this was this the other side. Actually, of, around when shit was coming out about him. maybe mm-hmm. it was right. I just remember mm-hmm. it being like, oh, we were bi- Velveteen was. This was really building. Like I can't remember what his feud was prior to this one, but this really just felt like a wet fart, and it was. Just like, oh yeah, he still doesn't got it. Well, Adam Cole just kind of humiliated him in this with the promos and stuff. Like, yeah, he couldn't. You guys keep remember up. when Roddy set his couch on fire? Was well, it? Yeah. This is also and, Roddy in the trunk, right? Holy shit! And remember, yeah, and Roddy said he had a little dick, right? Or no, he said Roddy had a little dick, and then and his... then Marina posted the picture of her in a wheelchair at Disney on their honeymoon. On their, on their honeymoon, yeah, because he's the Messiah of the backbreaker. Yeah, he's breaking backs left and right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Patrick Clark eats shit. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. Uh, then we had Karrion Cross with Scarlet uh, defeating uh, Tommaso Ciampa. I, oh, yeah, this I actually match, really yeah. like this match. This it, is a great squash match. It was six like minutes. The, um, like when the entrance of like they ha- like they nailed 
across his character perfectly right here. Yep. It was so good. It was like, it seems so tailor-made for the main roster. Like, you literally should have just taken this and boop, moved no, it up. No, they should have put a gladiator helmet. Yeah. They should have put a gladiator helmet on him. Yep. And make him wear, like, a diaper. <laughs> yep. God. And then, What's... for whatever reason, take away, like, his fucking girl that, like, adds to so much of it. Yep. And, like, why wouldn't they just use that? It's like, he's big, like... She's pretty. Like that's like a Vince dream. Yeah, I know. It was and a in, character. It was kind of wacky. It was insane. Um, what's he doing? TikTok. He's, he's controlling his narrative. Is he? And yeah, yeah, a little bit. And he works for MLW and shit. Okay. Okay. Also, I think uh, TikTok. <laughs> he's, he's on, on TikTok? TikTok. He's on TikTok. Yeah, I mean he's out there making his money. I remember because uh, he had a pretty good episode. I think him and Scarlett were both on Renee Paquette's podcast and uh, it, talking about you know post WWE and and kind of just like the final sort of uh, you know months that he had there. And it just kind of sounds like you know we've heard the story unfortunately a million times now of somebody who was slated for great things in a great position from NXT just being like, no, nah, just getting no. fed to the grinder. You mess with yeah, Kurt, they- you go in the grinder. Yeah. Yeah, good burger shout out. Um, and then we had a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship: Io Shirai defeating Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Fuck, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm. It's so crazy. Like, maybe it's just like the fact that our, our short, our memories have just been so fucking blasted by the last few years. I don't remember anything about this match, even though I would think I, I would do. remember. Yeah, what happened? Io came off the house. Um, I think she hit a moonsault on somebody's legs. She never hits that move. That's wonderful. Yeah, it is nice when it connects. I do remember that going off the top. Off no, the no, house. she didn't hit somebody. I think she, um, I think she hit the moonsault on somebody's face. Ouchers, mug ouchers. Yeah. Ouch. But yeah. Um, I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was, and and she it was, was a good match, but it was like stuff here just blends together so much from yeah um, from that COVID era, just because like everything was the exact same. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's was why this was this her championship run? Was this her first one? Um, I think so. Cool. I mean, so I was stoked. You sure? I my favorite wrestler. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I I remember. I now now I remember the visual of like the the moon salt off the house and stuff. And yeah, it's sick. But I, <laughs> that was kind of one of the things going into this, particularly this episode about this era of NXT. It's like. It's not even NXT's fault, but it's just so much of this era blends together because it's like, I don't know, you know, just a wild time we're living in. Yeah, well, it's a lot of the same visuals and And stuff like that. Like, the the crowd looks exactly the same because it's the exact same crowd all the time and stuff. And it's very reactive. Like, I mean, the the whole era with WWE as well, I mean, pretty much the wrestling world is all very reactive to, one, people not being able to make shows, people having to get, you know, people getting sick or fucking testing uh positive and and not being able to make shows like there's this is such like a uh think on your feet era which also you know as we've seen in 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 any wwe capacity can make like some of the best shows ever when they're just kind of forced to put something nice together for you but there's just so much of that in this era that i'm I'm like wait why what why were they feuding what was going on here what uh, this and that and so it's gonna be interesting to kind of comb through some of these other events and and put it to into place because yeah my brain is just like it it was just like one every NXT takeover during the pandemic era was one show yeah yeah 
the next one was uh, August 22nd, uh, 2020, um, NXT TakeOver 30. Um, the Heavy Rock brought to, you, brought to you by Metallica. The song. Hey, your master. Uh, is the song Moth into Flame. Um, should have been Orion, just like every Metallica song should be Orion. <laughs> it should have been Saint Anger. Yeah. yeah. No. Get that great, that great snare sound. Ping, ping, ping. Awful. Get out of here. Saint Anger round my dick. <laughs> um, we got we got a pre-show match with Brazango defeating Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch and Legato Del Fantasma. Fucking what a match, dude! Yeah, and what was cool about that match is it set up the number one contenders, and then Brazango actually went on and won later on down the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It's like they got a little like, hey, NXT was just here. it was such a place that it's like. You could go and you could see like you could see your Finn Balor's as you like to remember him. You could see your Tyler Breeze's as you like to remember him. And it's just like, oh yeah, these people are legit competitors, not just guys who smile and look fun. In the in the background of things with Baron Corbin. In the background of like a, the barbecue on Raw. Yeah, yeah. Mm. While Otis is just ha- you know staking and waiting his way through through life. I, I, I was eating hot dogs, actually. That happened this week. That happened this week, but in any blue chunks, which, I mean, oh, yeah, guess, that was real gross. Oh, guess, guess who won the hot dog eating contest, though? This uh, isn't... Was it Tozawa, right? Was it Tozawa? Yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, like it's funny, the skinny Asian guy wins the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> oh, yeah, I Matt Stoney. Matt Stoney, well, if you're I, out there, I, I would like to have a, a conversation with you about a couple. I was things. gonna say you'd like to have a hot dog. With, I'd like to. I'd, I'd like, like to have a conversation dog. with you over a hot dog or two. There it is. Uh, the next match. Cheers, hot dog clink. <laughs> Squish. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the next match is uh, Finn Balor defeating Timothy Thatcher. That um, was one of the people oh, that, like, Thatch. for whatever reason, thrived this. That just thatch can wrestling in this era, yeah, dude. Th- just, I loved it. And who would have thought he would have been such a character? Yeah, I, I think it's also just because he's very weird. And there's like, hey, go be weird out there. And he's like, okay, I have a weird accent. I'm from California. <laughs> Where but, am I from? Does anyone know without looking it up? Timothy Thatcher still in WWE? No, no he's, he's not. not. He got he got fired. Has um, he done anything since? I showed up at. Uh, Crossing Noah, I think he's doing indies. Okay, okay. He'll probably end up back in WXW when travel stuff makes that easier. Yeah, and I think he'll end up like I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up back in WWF as a coach like later on. Calm down, it, dude. WWF. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing, dude? What are you doing, Jim Cornette over here? Calm down, dude. He's gonna end up in the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> that would be my. I would love that if one of these like high profile uh, fireys gets a job with the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> I'm with the WWF. Timothy Thatcher holding a, a koala. Just, oh my god! Help me was, save these koalas, dude. That would. And everybody's like, "Where are you from?" I don't know. <laughs> we can't place your accent. That's why I work with animals. They get me. They don't, they don't judge they me. They don't care where my accent comes from. Wow, I would then, love that. Then Kevin Owens and Timothy Thatcher start a real feud because Kevin Owens wants to be there. He's the panda man. He's the zoo enthusiast. Yeah. He is a zoo enthusiast. Um, 
a ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. They were doing so many ladder matches around this But time. that one was a banger. That, I remember that one. I, I remember I started to hate them because, like, it just, like, I hated not having a crowd for ladder matches because you just, like, hear it, you just hear how much it hurts. Yeah. You hear the hot like, dogs clinking. Yeah. You hear the dogs clinking. <laughs> But for yeah. real, like honestly, with so many of those matches, it, it was either a uh, sometimes it, it really added to the benefit of the match. Like anything that Walter did during the pandemic oh. benefited from not having a crowd there because it was just like, oh my god, somebody stop this! That was one of my favorite matches ever. Was Ilya Dragunov versus Walter the first one, and like yeah. with nobody there. And it was one of the most violent matches. But then it also has that other thing where it really can make a chaotic in a way that can also be a little grating, which it, when you have like six people clinging around ladders and stuff, it is just like a, it's just a wild. And with like no like ambient noise, you just hear like a lot of, Ugh, yeah. And then just like, you can hear like just the announcers like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's going to the top. Mama mia. I don't think he was still there, but. What was that? Mama mia. Marlo had been gone for like two years by this point. I know no, he was. I think he had done the previous, like one of the previous ones. Mm-hmm. He's still there, wasn't he? Mama um, should knock you out. Uh, this match uh was Damian Priest defeating Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, so Damian Priest is the NXT North American Champion. Which I thought was a good. This is where he uh, celebrated in the hot tub, right? Right. Oh yeah. This is where he had to start. This is where the fork in the road for Damian Priest came. Of like, are you a party boy vampire, or what are you? What are you? Arrows. That was one of the funniest things that he said, like on a um, a podcast, and he was talking about how like Triple H was like, well, you don't want people to think you're a vampire. And then Damian Priest's like, oh, baby, I do. <laughs> Trust me, as somebody from the Blade franchise, you don't want that hanging over your head. <laughs> Let me tell you. Everywhere you go. Blade jokes all the time. People trying to stab you in the heart with wooden stakes everywhere you go. You don't need that. It's not badass. Oh, is that what happened to Triple H's heart? Yeah. That was yeah. the cardiac no. event when somebody stabbed him. In the- <laughs> no. Stabbed him with a stake? I'm- I only we joke because he's alive. And he's back. Oh, I'd make that joke if he's dead, dude. That would be—I mean, that'd be—that'd be a pretty edgy. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. um, Adam Cole defeated uh, Pat McAfee in the match that made Matt bring me a beer. That's true. That's true. What did I tell you? What did I tell yeah, you? Yeah, it's true. Because I was very—I was like, this is Matt's moment to be a cynical shine. This is my cynical shine moment where I was like, oh, football man in here during the pandemic era. How about how about I just go take the shit so you don't have to do it for me? You know what I mean. But then it was actually so much fun. Was yeah, so much fun. I was, it was very good. I was into it. I'm still into it. He's he's probably gonna fight Baron Corbin at SummerSlam now. And I'm into that. that. He's, he's breathed he new life into the WWE, and everyone knows it. He's yep. breathed new life into Michael Cole. It's also very mm-hmm. adorable. Like the stuff yep. that like Cole when Liv won or... that video Zach that you shared when Liv won, and like Pat and and Michael just looking at each other like, oh my god. Oh my god! And do you remember like when, like at WrestleMania, uh, when Pat was wrestling, and Michael's like, "That's my best friend out there." Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's just so sweet. It's just so wholesome. Pat, Pat just turns to me, he's like, yeah, "Yeah, you're not you're, my. Best I'm yours. Friend. You're not mine." It's be- this is best. <laughs> coworkers were best coworkers. <laughs> best work friends. <laughs> we're work wives, but that's it. <laughs> Uh, Io Shirai defeated. Is, Dakota- is Michael Cole Pat McAfee's work flirt? 
Definitely, yes. dude. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, or, well, yeah, Tegan Knox isn't there anymore, Gone so. Now. Exactly. And I don't think that was more of a flirt. That was more of like a, I will protect you. That's one of those, like, that's one of those, like, Michael, Tegan asked that you don't approach her like that anymore. I don't know. No, of course, no one ever had to talk with Michael. I want to be her father. (laughs) I can protect her. I can help her in this world. I want her to be my gay kid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think that's the relationship. His first son didn't work out. I mean, Adam Cole was such a little shit. (laughs) (laughs) for a second i was like did that was that an angle it's like oh no you know if adam cole stayed in wwe that might have that would have been that's probably that was probably the main roster thing they pitched him that he was like i'm out they wanted to make him a a fucking manager on the main roster so like hey do you remember what we did with jason jordan and kurt angle what about you and michael cole (laughs) you want to be leo rush Do you want to be Max Dupree? Okay, so I I watched that, and it was Max um, Dupree. It was really embarrassing for Zach to be watching at home with parents there. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it was so funny, and it's not meant to be like funny because it's bad, but it is, and I loved it because it was so bad. It was like embarrassing. You got that secondhand embarrassment, but I couldn't look away. Wait, which one is this? It was that bad. Um, the LA Knight is, male models. Yeah, LA Knight's uh, now Max Dupree. Oh, okay. And it's isn't it him and uh, what's his name? Uh, Masse. Who's who's? Uh, That's Mace. Mace. Oh, Masse. And okay. Mansois. Yeah. You know, it sounds it sounds good. It sounds good. I know it's, it's bad, not. but it's, it's unintentionally so, hilarious. It's uh, it's rough. It's so hard to get through. But is it unintentional? <laughs> Watch it. Okay. Yes. They it, want it, it. They want it to be good. Yeah, okay. Because Mace seems like a little a little goofball. Oh, they like they are going for and it. Mace know what it is, but they're still going for it. But some high water pants. They think they the people in the back think it's good. <sighs> Okay. I'm definitely gonna have to ch- watch it before I judge if it. If this ends he- up with pretty deadly, then going up though, I'm so fine with. It. Yeah, that's true. You think maybe it's just a strength in numbers situation? Like we need more if this well, is gonna work out. Pretty deadly is like one of the best things going on in XT 2.0 today, and that's like mm. not close. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, and they and they actually are doing this gimmick well. So, as they would say, yes, boy. <laughs> Well, best of luck to Max Dupree. Someone else I really did not have any goddamn faith in one little bit when he came to NXT. I was like, who's this boring? Yeah. L- LA Knight was awesome. Max Dupree is not. LA Knight grew on me. I've yet to really be introduced to Max Dupree by my own <laughs> choice. He's like, doing his best, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's getting that paycheck. I just keep him. thinking about you, me, and Dupree. Same. Yeah. What, what was the... Yeah, never mind. Please. Please keep going. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Io Shirai. We, we are, I know. We're I did. Uh, like number two, <laughs> Iashirai De- I- defeated uh, Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez. There, do, 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 do. this is that yeah because Ra- Ra- Raquel returned at Portland and yep. now has uh, Raquel debuted the read. Well, no, because we, she wasn't Raquel before. Oh, she was just cow Raina cowbell. That's right, Raina cowbell. Yeah, wearing her stupid fucking jean. Chaps! Oh my god, those are those are gross. Yeah, they made me that. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now, and now she's Raquel Rodriguez, and she has a yeah. back. She has, she a, has back. a back. Yeah, that is <laughs> her, her gimmick. gimmick. I have yeah, back. I have back. Yep. Look at um, back. 
It's back. Then uh, Karrion Cross uh, defeated Keith Lee. Yep, and this is where Cross had um, he separated his shoulder, so he mm. wins the title. And the match was fine, and then it got uh, it wasn't that good because he was hurt. But then it's like this is where like he kind of starts getting derailed because he had to go away. Yeah, and so they never figured it out when he came back. Mm-hmm. And so because at first it was like full speed and everybody's behind him. And then this is kind of where things kind of start going off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next show, NXT TakeOver 31, October 4th, 2020. Heavy Rock brought to you by Corey Taylor with the song Culture Head. I remember I fucking hated that song. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's No Through Glass Yeah, um, by gonna, Stone yeah, Sour. That song's Don't good. Know how much time has passed. Uh, oh, forever. We've got. So do you remember what they did like on an episode of NXT uh, before we get to this? Um, uh, remember they did that fucking like Iron Man match, like a, a four way, the, the four way, and Iron that, Man that match. yeah, and that didn't have a fucking finish. And so then, then they then go do like a a one on one on another episode of NXT, and then that's where Finn won. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Had, Why didn't yeah. it have a I remember, finish? I remember thinking, like, how do you not have a finish in a, and like this, like, hour? Yeah. It was so strange. It's like, why don't you just do the finish? But it's because they, then they want to bring you back for the next week. Because this is where they're still trying to get okay ratings because it's like, it's pandemic. And so, and like, the, you're not going to probably have the best, but like, they're still competing against AEW. It, I mean, we're in our, our Wednesday night wars, right? AEW's got Daly's place. They got crowds there. Whether or not that was a great idea or not, I don't know. It was, it was the point, wrestlers. It was, it was, they just were bringing it was a bunch just of right. Wrestlers. It was just wrestlers. Yeah. But they kind of had their MJF own and spot. Sammy Guevara playing poker in the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and they would have like, like Austin Gunn there cheering. That's where like Big Swole was a notable great fan. Yeah, that's right. But like, yeah, so that I mean, so they're still going head to head, right? They still got to put on a compelling show to get ratings and things like that. Um, I don't and know. So you yeah. get a little, you get a little WWF finishes on some of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damian Priest defeated Johnny Gargano. Uh, for the NXT North American Championship. I won. Yeah. Right. Um. Dream is still here. Dream was there oh, a lot yeah. longer than I thought. Uh, mm-hmm. Kushida defeated Velveteen Dream. I, I don't remember so, that at all. I felt so bad for uh, Kushida because, like, he came in and like there's a lot of hype and like they like did the Triple H like in Regal picture with them and then it's like you got injured, um, pandemic, change in fucking philosophy. Like, just so much shit happened around mm-hmm. it. Because like, he had that one awesome match against Walter oh, that was, was like great. fucking great, and then he just never had, never had it there. Sucked. Yeah, right. There was definitely like a uh, break glass uh, if a uh, good technical wrestler needed kind of a thing with him. And then, but that was just it, yeah. Did he get injured? Was he, he got like, injured Walter actually Blacks? in that? Yeah, in that match with Walter. Actually, I want to. Yeah, say. so it's like mm-hmm. it was just one of those things too, where it's like you go from kind of like. Yeah, technical wrestling match, technical wrestling was, match between injuries, and just doesn't make for a that, good momentum. That match with Walter, they did the Spanish fly into the arm bar. That's insane. With fucking Kushida and Walter off the top rope. Like, that's, 
No, it was still Utah. Walter because I. That, this is the it thing. Was still Walter. Because and this is the this is my Walter with a little bit of a little bit of extra meat on him to help him through the winter. I I like uh, Walter I, now I, looks fantastic. He looks he good. He looks good. But I do. I part of me does miss old Walter because it was just something so different. Uh-huh. He looks like he looks way more evil now because like he has a little bit more loose skin on his face. Yeah, exactly. And so his eyes look a little more sunken in. And you're like, oh, this he, man lo- he looks like I do me. since I lost weight because I have sunken eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he would actually murder you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's where there was something a little bit for me sweeter about uh, a little bit of softness around the edges, but then he comes there and wallops you across the chest until you got raw hamburger meat hanging by your nips. Mm-hmm. Nip hanging. Um, then we got Santos Escobar, Escobar defeating Isaiah Swerve Scott for the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, and this is... <clears throat> I mean, was the... Uh, uh, was Hit Row around yet? Or was no. this still... Nah. He was still running solo. So, yeah. so we we got to get to the like his his heel turn and his feud with Leon Ruff. We have to get to Leon Ruff. Oh whoa, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is like Santos said uh, won the cruiserweight title. And that's uh, the big thing with um, they had the big thing with Spud with um, Drake Maverick. Mm, I couldn't think oh, yeah. of his Fed mm. name. Um, yeah, and ever because he got he got let go in those releases, and he had that just super impassioned promo, mm-hmm. and they. And he was announced for the fucking cruiserweight tournament before, and they said, "Hey, we're still gonna book you for this." And it just got like that support, and like they just like Triple H bought in. They signed him to NXT again, and they beat his was, pants. That was before. Well, that he was beat before. His <laughs> that was before. And like, he had like that that run. Like Jake Atlas was there, and I remember like cheering him on, and like it was like some weird shit. And he had some good matches because he was never the best worker, but like. It was such a compelling thing, but then he loses to Santos, um, who was still El Hijo del Fantasma then mm-hmm. um, at the time, and it was it was it was awesome. And Triple H comes out and was like, "You want a contract, brother?" and pointed to him, and he was crying. It was real stuff. And then he yeah. got fired again. Yeah, <laughs> and then he got rehired because he's currently working there, and he's in creative. Oh, he's, his last wrestling match I think was in. Like the UK, like against like I think like Kevin Owens was there. He got to be in like the ring in front of his family. He's like, you know what? Like, that's that's like that's it. You know, like that's that's a fine ending. Yeah. For somebody that never should have made it. Now he's in creative and living his life. Cool. Oh, I'm making more money Good and friend. actually an employee because he's on the creative side and not a performer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we got Io Shirai defeating Candice LeRae. I remember being very excited because this is the two for me. And I think I might have been let down. No. No? No. Okay. Wrong. Was that a different one? Because this wasn't their first rodeo together. No, this was really good. Okay. Okay. They had had one match along the way that wasn't as good, but this one was good. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, I wish at looking at it, it's like, I don't, I didn't want EO to lose, but I did want Candice to win. At yeah, the same was, time, right. like um, Meltzer gave like pretty much almost all the matches three point seven five stars, except for the dream match with three point two five, and then the main event, the championship match, four point five. Oh, yeah, I remember this like takeover just feeling weird because it was just so consistent. Yeah, like, it yeah, was yeah. Just the, it, it was just kind of flat. Like, and it was very good. This was a one like... match takeover, and it's the main event because this was yeah. uh. 
cool Kyle's coming out party. Yeah, and that's it why it was so fucking good. Yeah, and that's why AEW is so good because uh, it's never flat. It's always there's always at least one big up, <laughs> one big down. At least. <laughs> Yeah, and is- Excalibur fucking talking like an auctioneer during the whole thing. Oh, yeah. dude, Excalibur, though, he, yeah, he's good at getting in those fucking plugs. <laughs> well, if you think about who the guy in his headset is telling him to do this, it's this fucking crazy hey, ass. Hey, 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 get, make, make sure you get all the plugs in. Make sure you get all the plugs in. Hey, we won the, the ones in our wars. It's like, Jesus, Tony, shut the fuck up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think, I'll say it again, I think they're on a good path with their kind of phasing out JR. I'll wait, I'll wait. I think they're on a good path for getting that booth figured out. Mm. Good lord. They're just, uh, there's so many people in it. Um, Yeah. One of the things Cocaine Bernie Sanders yelling in their ear. Did you guys hear when he just buried Rick Knox? It was the best. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's the one thing I guess he could do right. It's like, Jesus, James. Um, battle Jr. Am I right? Damn, dude. Damn. Boomer. Uh, the, the main Boomer event. Sooner than later. Sorry. The main event. Finn Balor defeating Kyle O'Reilly for the championship. Cool. Kyle's awesome. back. He's got his little fedora. He's got his little checkered flannel shirt. He's got his fucking little dance to the ring. I'm with him. I'm with him. I wasn't with him. I wasn't I was, with him. Cool. Kyle fell so flat for me. I was about to ask if he was still friends with Adam Cole, but he was because I see the picture for War Games. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, War Games. Yeah, but um, it's the one with Patty Mac. Yep, he was. I mean, he was. That match was great. Finn versus. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Kyle, like, it, it was when they were trying to elevate Kyle. Yeah, and it was really cool because it was like you got to see like. Kyle O'Reilly that I remember from like Ring of Honor New Japan like PWG like the singles wrestler because he had never been that aside from his debut match against um, Aleister Black which he Mm -hmm. lost and Bobby Fish also lost Aleister Black but he had been a tag team guy yeah yeah and he'd been a group affection man the number one tag team guy in NXT history (laughs) yeah he's won it with three different partners wow um, the next match was War Games 2020, uh, December 6th, 2020. Um, Heavy Rock brought to you by Ghost Bane. Oh, I, yeah, Ghost Bane with the song Hydrochloride. Yeah, ex SoundCloud rapper turned a uh, metalcore guy. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Ghost Bane, but I, <laughs> I, I've had some friends who are into it. But Do you? Do you have yeah, friends? A couple of them couple of them not just acquaintances like this <laughs> i once re- i'm not gonna even say who but i was talking to someone whose uh sibling i described to them as my best acquaintance ever because i've known them for over a decade but never become friends mm-hmm. yeah yeah i got folks like that i got folks like that and then you know you got folks you've known for for a long time you've been through the shit with some of them like ghost main i don't i don't know what to tell you <laughs> But that's some good. I mean, you know, it's a very NXT style style. You know, NXT is a very takeover style of style of music. Man, that's rock, <laughs> rock. Yeah. Rock um. There was a uh, I forget what D means. Oh, a dark match, which was uh, Legado del Fantasma, which is Santos and Raul Mendoza and Walking Wild this time. Uh, Cruz del Toro. Thank you. Uh, I'm just reading what's on the Wikipedia. 
Yeah, they all have different uh, names now. And they defeated August Gray, Kurt Stallion, and Ashanti the Adonis. So Dude, I think uh, this is when they had. Um, I want to say it was like earlier that year is when they had signed all the Evolve guys because mm. they were going to do the. Uh, Hunter wanted to really revamp the cruiserweight division. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they two hundred five live. They were like trying something right here. Yeah, they were gonna like revamp the cruiserweight division, and actually Roderick Strong was supposed to be like the main focus of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Kushida, like we're gonna be the two stars. But then, like as we'll find out in twenty twenty one, plans change about the whole style, and somebody leaves for a while. Hmm. Hmm. Um, then we have the women's war games match team Candace, which is Candace LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm defeating team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. This is when Ember Moon came back on her motorcycle, but I still didn't understand what her character was. Oh, and she, she had like had the, the biohazard symbol. Yeah, that was weird. It was and like she was cool still- packaging without a character. Yeah, she was it. still doing the wolf stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that the build to the women's war game match was pretty fun, like all the stuff with like Shotzi getting like the tank ready, stuff like that. This was the match, right, where EO went off the top in the trash can. Yep. So it's a good time. This is a good fucking match. Yeah. And then we had another good match right after it. Was this the one? Did Rhea win the war games match itself? No, No. that was the year before. Team Candice won. Okay. Um, yeah, Tommy Champer defeated Timmy Thatcher. Uh, in was a singles a match. This wasn't the fight pit, was it? No. No, I don't think so. That was so. later. That was no. a blow-off. Yeah, this was just a singles match, and it was just great, because it was just these two guys who were... It's like a mean guy match. They're both mean. Yeah. yeah. So mean. yeah. Fight pit, I believe, was just on TV. Yeah, yeah I think it's only ever been just on TV, huh? Yeah, it's, there's been two fight pits, and that was in both of them. Yeah. And Kurt Angle's at the first one. Remember that? That was weird. Oh, yeah. Was the first one with Champa or was the first one Riddle? It was Riddle. Oh, okay, Riddle. that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, Matt, Matt Riddle then. Oh, yeah. Matt the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had Dexter Loomis defeating Cameron Grimes. Uh, I think this was the my favorite in-ring with Dexter was, Loomis, if I remember yes, correctly. This one was probably one of the best ones because they had had that weird feud with the zombies. Remember the zombie ref? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and like they had like the uh, Halloween Havoc, they did some shit, which was like a yeah. They had their like, own cinematic match. Like, it was like kind, it was like half cinematic and half not. Oh, they also had that other one that like went through. Oh, I'm thinking of Priest. Never mind. It was Priest and Gargano had that weird match that went through like the the whole like almost called stadium, but like the whole performance center. Yeah, but yeah, they had that weird cinematic zombie thing at the house. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. this was like the blow off. I want to say of that. Yeah, yeah, and I just remember I wanted to cave in with the strap so bad, and we never mm. got it. That was so weird that they didn't do that because it made so much sense to do it. That yeah, been cool. Yeah, for well, real. I think they wanted Loomis to win, and if Cameron Grimes hit a move that cool, he would have had to lo- win. Yeah. <laughs> well, true. they definitely wanted Dexter Loomis to win because he won. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, um, the next match of, of Gargano. Ruffin hey, Cruz. why are you taking my job? I just want to say before we get to that, this is where Leon Ruff had won the fucking North American title on TV. Yeah. Out and, of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, he, he won it out of nowhere. And then, remember, like, he had that picture and he, like, rose his, like, he was raising his hands and the belt fell. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It was kind of his, like, one, two, three kid moment, right? 
Yeah, like they were trying yeah. something, and it was cool. Yeah, it was surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was but, just being a little shit about it, which I kind of thought was fun too. Yeah, that's right. But uh, he's a little too cocky, and Johnny Gargano defeated Leon Ruff and Damian Priest by pinfall. That'll happen. That will happen. I love. Uh, and then we had the men's war games match. Um, maybe the last good one. The last um, great one. Yeah. It was uh, the Undisputed Era. We all know who they are. Uh, versus defeating Team McAfee, Pat McAfee, Pete Dune, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorcan. Two incredible teams. Yeah, it's good teams. One, was, one of them was supposed to be Rich Holland, but then oh, he got injured. They, he got injured immediately, and so they brought in Oni and Danny instead. Thank and God. I, honestly, I, I loved that team when they'd show up like in fucking McAfee's like fucking souped out like SUV. They were mm. beating the shit out of people and Pat McAfee was cutting like some of the fucking best promos on TV like, mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's a fantastic talker and he loves wrestling and he has all these cool serious wrestlers with him. It was awesome. Yeah, it felt nice with Pat McAfee to be like, oh, it's nice to, to, to feel like somebody wants to be here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think he, he breathed a lot of that in. Yeah. Uh the next show NXT so Takeover so Vengeance Day, February fourteenth, twenty twenty one, Valentine's Day. Uh the Vengentines. heavy Heavy Rock was brought to you by Bring Me the Hero- Horizon with the song Obey. Obey. I'm gonna show you how to behave. Matt, we, we, I cannot go any further without addressing what Matt just did on camera right what now. What did he do? I've is, been like leaning back. Matt just lit little, little, little something, something using a, just a scented candle that he had next to him. <laughs> Paolo Santo Patchouli. <laughs> oh no! It's a wall. It's a wall. Yeah. It's a Rite Aid candle. He I, had, I think he, that Matt just uh, lit a duper with a candle. <laughs> it's eleven o'clock here. I got it's my lazy Sunday. I'm talking with my friends about wrestling. Here we are. I'm, I'm gonna it's use a Rite Aid patchouli scented candle to light up. The fucking- <laughs> the thing is, this is I will say this is one of the benefits of home ownership here. You know what I mean? You live in Oregon. You you own your own home. You can make it stink however you want to make it stink, and I make yeah. it stink several varieties of ways. I smoke cigarettes in my house. <laughs> no, I don't. I've never done that. That's gross. Barley, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. But who am I to judge? Look at me over here. Call pot. Call the kettle black over here. Well, weed's ah, different. Pot. It's weed's different. different. It goes you away. The pot. Pot. pot weed. Call, call, call him the pot green. Yeah, we actually. Never mind. Keep. Let's keep going. Um, we had the finals for the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a cool team, and it, when they lost, it was like, oh yeah, they have no idea what to do with Ember <laughs> again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this, right? Like, because you know, more recently, like Athena has been popping up around now, obviously on Dynamite, but before it's like, I just her presentation, and I'm not gonna lie, it's still kind of, it feels like it's kind of transferring over to Dynamite oh. too. Just doesn't, yeah, carry over to a big wrestling production. I don't know, but like. Seeing her like indie matches and stuff just feels so much more like the passion's there. It's fun. It's cool. It just it's something that doesn't quite translate over onto it's, a bigger platform. Like on Dynamite right now, it's like, oh, she signed. It was really cool and exciting. Oh wait, Tony Storm signed. Even more exciting. Like that. Oh it's no. Like obviously that they're just more excited about her 
you know. Oh yeah. Like, uh, also, like she's like her character is so like not defined. Mm-hmm. Like what is it? Like what is she? Like, it's her D and D character, which D and D characters can change and like adapt and evolve, and like that doesn't translate to a fucking. TV character. Also, she cuts like, her promos like a theater kid, and that just bugs me. No, that's the thing. It's a thing. It's it's absolutely you a know, thing. Thanks, Todd. I think there's a market for... You're welcome. I'm hot. For a D&D, D&D. wrestling thing. Yeah, where... and the market's like I probably a very small niche of a niche of a niche. I mean, it's kind of, kind of Damien Priest. I mean, it's the same, kind of... The same as Lucha Underground. Maybe. No, it'd be smaller than that. But, like, it's these... So like, it's still get, like D and D still like wrestling. Like end of nerd. Well, there are tabletop wrestling games. If that's no, what you no, mean. no, 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 no. I'm thinking of a wrestling promotion where the characters are fucking D and D nerds. Oh, where they're going on campaigns and they have to. Ooh, but I, it's still like, just a wrestling show. I don't. It, it's a it's a half baked idea. It's very a, lucha, very lucha underground. But I picture it. I don't think set, it's set, even set, set in Game of it's Thrones. Like, this idea like a, just went into the oven. The dough's still raw. No, mm. it's it's not even in the oven. You're just preheating the oven right now. Yeah, yeah. Like the thoughts proofing in the fridge. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I love it. Hey, Derek. Yeah, I love that idea, mm. and I would gladly watch it weekly. I think. I, I think figuring it out. It needs to be more. Figuring baked, it out was already but... a show on Nickelodeon. Was yeah. how about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Take it, make it live. It's wrestling plus Ren Fair. Oh. So Shrek, <laughs> dude. Yes. So you, yes. People are there eating fucking like lamb legs, drinking big mead. So but then it's, it's just real uh, wrestling. What's the fucking shit you go to like in California? Medieval times. Um, medieval times plus but wrestling. wrestling yeah. I would lose my so life and money to that. <laughs> but if that was here. But like, like thinking about like finishes are decided by a dice roll. There's That's not a. a Oh, it's bad. Interesting. But it's why bad. would you do that? Because wrestling's fake. You could do whatever. Yeah, you, you would want. have to. It would have to be prefabricated. Yeah, it would have to I be don't a, gimmick, know. a gimmick die. Sorry to. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to fucking break the fabe. All right, but yeah, we'd have yeah, to fake right. it. Do it like do it like t- Cyber Sunday or whatever, where it was like, it was, it was real, but like it was pretty obviously weighted towards what they want. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like it'd be like today if they're like, all right, here's your choices. It's Randy Orton, or he can fight T Bar. T bar, T bar. <laughs> it's like, what match Yo, do you want to see? In T-bar this or Orton? In this day and age, where the internet is getting Morbius back in theaters, and the internet is saying Minions: The Rise of Gru is good, um, they would vote for T bar. Do you know what? Honestly, like a uh, a randomized, like a randomly determined wrestling show, if thought out well, it's I think would be Cy- would be really fun. It's called Cyber Sunday. They did it for years. <laughs> and mystery, that's why, mystery Vortex why Shelton, with PWG. Like, were those really randomly decided? I think my, yes, my faith with... They are no, 100%. No, no shit. Bring it back. Yes. Bring it back. But what they did was, like, obviously skew what people would want. Right. Like, their options. And that's... Shelton Benjamin won the IC title, and it was a surprise because they didn't... They Everyone thought Batista was going to get the vote. But then Shelton Benjamin won, and he won the, the IC title. Bring it back. I love that. That's exactly wrestlers, what we need. Wrestlers hate it because it's like, then you just go out and have a basic match. And Good. All the matches Get suck. better at your job. Just kidding. And all the matches aren't, aren't that great. It's like you can go have a bunch of three-star matches, or if like, you plan it out, you can do better. Yeah, yeah, Shelton Benjamin is the match is the only good one ever from those shows. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, maybe take the framework, readdress some issues and concerns, and give us another draft. Give us another version. But we can move on. Uh, Johnny Gargano defeated Kushida by pinfall for the NXT North yeah, American Championship. The this match was fucking great. These are the matches where Kushida shines and has like a straight up NXT legacy is because of shit like this. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, the, put those two in a ring is magic. It's magic. Yeah. Put them anywhere. That's all you had to do. Put them, in, just... put them in my house. <laughs> no, in your house was before. No, yeah, this is Vengeance Day. Bret Hart's house. It was Vengeance Day. We're calling it the new dungeon. In, in your house where there's all that weed smoke. Only upstairs in this one room. And patchouli scented candles. No, Rite okay. Aid? I need to clarify because I was concerned at Rite Aid when I, I was like, patchouli on the name of the candle. I'm not trying to have my house smell like that. But if only I could share with you the scent of this candle because it's not just that. It's like a wooden sort of. That, that room smells like what I imagined like Matt Seidel's room smells like. Honestly, patchouli you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it smells better than maybe you would just imagine with patchouli. I just feel like I had to say that because it rang my ears weird, too. I'm like, I'm not out here buying patchouli candles, y'all. Anyway. Then why did you buy it? Because uh, it smelled good. By all, but Against all odds, it smelled really good. Against all odds, the impact pay-per-view. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Interesting. Let's continue. Uh, a men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. MSK defeated grizzled young veterans. GYZ, take your take your dang shoes off if you do not like this Zach Gibson fella. Isn't that what they, yep. isn't that what they chant? Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly MSK it. had like such a great debut. Like they were brought up as a big deal. And then they won the fucking gimmick. Like they won the, the, the cup. Yeah, they it's were like, really That's how good. you debut a team. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. we're going for you from day one. Go. And that was it. Off to the races, even, even at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tag matches that honestly, as much as AEW tries to toot their own horns all ding dang day, the over on NXT, yeah, the tag team matches that we got, especially at takeovers, were just so, so memorable. Yeah. The issue with they just they would decimate their own tag division. Yeah. Uh, like every six months. Exactly. So. There was no real hierarchy. It was just yeah. It was, was whoever era and then whoever else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whoever else needed to be strong in the moment. And usually it was two singles guys put together. <laughs> Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what? I said like me and Kona Reeves. God, I miss Kona Reeves. Shout I out to Kona Reeves. And Kona Reeves. <laughs> Is Kona still signed? No, he got fired. Uh, that would be buck wild. If they're like, like, we're like, hanging on to this. I don't like want to let him go. It's like how Slapjack like kept his job. Shane Thorne, Shane Hayes. Like, he was signed up until like the last round of cuts, which would fuck me up. Somebody like oh, some of the, some of the, well, exactly some of the people who make it through. You're like, how, dude? Well, and T Bar and Mace, they weren't doing anything, and now they're kind of using them a little bit, right? Yeah, Mace yeah. Ma- and T, you know, fucking Don Dijon is the mainstay of main event. So. <laughs> he's the main event master. I I just forget that show exists all the time. Well, there's no point to it. <laughs> yeah, you can be forgiven for for you know falling into that. Um, uh, Io Shirai defeated Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. I remember this match being weird, and this is the one where Tony like touches the table and it like exploded. Mm. Oh yeah, that was really weird. That was funny. Like she like kind of like was moving something on the table, and it just like <laughs> <laughs> they pre gimmicked it a little gimmick. Yeah, it was a little gimmick, a little too gimmick. It was like Shawn Michaels of the nineties, a little too gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> that table was a little somed up. Yeah, fuck. 
And then uh, just relax, just relaxing. The table just <laughs> collapsed. Oh man, I'm just I want to chill. Let's sit here. And then we had Finn Balor defeating Peter Dune. A great match. Yeah, this is just where it was. Uh, like fucking Balor couldn't miss. Like he just couldn't, even if he wanted. He the was, prince was back. Yeah, who's presiding over his king? <laughs> also, um. And the Dusty Rhodes classic, just to kind of go, this is just a little snapshot of the era. I just want to read you the, the teams that were there. Do so it. So it was obviously Undisputed Era, Breezango. This is where we got the team of Champa and Thatcher. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. We had the 205 Live Originals, Davari and Tony Nice, Kushida and Leon Ruff, <laughs> The Way. Ever Rise, GYV, MSK. You guys remember this team, Jake Atlas and Swerve Scott? Um, only because they turned it into a feud. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. And then um, the Evolve team of August Gray and Kurt Stallion. Mm-hmm. You guys remember, like, fucking, they're trying to call him, like, Lone Star Kurt Stallion? You, like, Dude, had I think Kurt Stallion about, like, the fucking, like, like the star in the sky and he had like a weird southern accent yeah 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 that was so weird they tried for like a month with him and then they're like fuck this for sure for sure he said some very bad things he did that's yeah i was very all about kurt stallion for like a second then he proved me wrong yeah exactly (laughs) thinking that exactly one of my favorite tag teams Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Oh yeah! Oh my that god, team. that was so they had good. that weird little whistle music. It was just so much fun. Drake Drake Maverick was. was trying to reinvent Killian's image, yeah, which, to be a- fair, had, you know, was in the toilet post sanity. <laughs> I thought uh, he had that really cool run where he was just like the destroyer badass guy, and yeah. then just a Mastodon fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my, right, just metal, just big metal fan. Yeah, just fuck. Mulligan's metal fan. Um, <laughs> Lucha House Party came like was coming back up and down. Imperium, the Bollywood Boys, and Legado Del Fantasma. It's a weird snapshot because a lot of these people got fired. Very. I was gonna say not so many of yeah. them are around anymore. Yep. Um. Yeah. Moment of silence for the uh, the NXT <laughs> tag team divisions. The next show was NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver. Held Stand over. Held over. Two nights, April 7th and April 8th of uh, 2021. The attendance was a 500 total for each night. Yeah, we're getting people back around. The vaccine. Wait, what, what, when is this? April 7th and 8th of 2021. Yeah. Yeah, we had the vaccine yeah. out. People were getting, yeah, people were getting jabbed. Yep, we were starting to, you know, yeah. Starting to feel like things were opening up again. Because I, I, when you said that, I was like, I remember Stand and Deliver having a there was something about it that I really liked. I was like, oh, yeah, there was a goddamn crowd again. Because I don't think there was one in the previous takeover. Mm-mm, there was not. Uh, the Heavy Rock was brought to you by Rob Zombie with the song King Freak. Man, they really killed it. This, this, they really killed this takeover. <laughs> Dude, sometimes that fucking planets align, right? And you're like, wow. We really pulled this one off. Uh, night one. Uh, pre-show match. Zoe Stark defeated Tony Storm. Remember her? Oh yeah, she's she been hurt for like eighteen leg. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still hurt. <laughs> uh, Peter Dune defeated Kushida. Kushida. 
Good stuff. Kushida. That's a good. I don't remember the match, but I can only. That's yeah. that's two boys I would like to go back and revisit. Um, um this this shit was cool. We had a six man gauntlet eliminator match where the winner received an NXT North American Championship match on night two. Bronson Reed defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Dexter Loomis, and Leon Ruff. I do remember that match. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. And and Bron- we are we- Bronson Reed was a thing for a second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. he was another one that was getting like one of those big pushes, and mm-hmm. and that poor guy got fucking fired. And we do uh, have Hit Row at this point, though, right? No, damn, still <laughs> Hit Row did not last long. Yeah, like, it was. It was right before 2.0. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. Uh, we had Walter defeating Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I'm talking this about. Match. That's and what I'm a, talking about. A singles match for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. It yeah, feels, Walter versus anybody was fucking cool. Right? And yep. It feels yeah. less so now, but like for a while, like Walter really felt like an import, where it was just like, they got him from overseas. You know, like seeing him was just such a big deal. Well, it's because now he like lives here. Exactly. No, I mean, like he's he's genuinely just a bigger part of the show now. Uh, but so like, I just, I think fondly of those days. He's getting a fucking good shove right now. Yeah. He well, is. dude, I mean, Icy he's t- Icy champion. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Also, if you want to impress Vince, do that thing where you show a bunch of muscle. Yeah, and, like, like I think a lot of people backstage really like him because he, like, came in, put in the work himself and, like, to try to be, like, the best version of himself. So I think Vince respects that. But also I think it's because Vince and Bruce Pitcher get what he is. They're like, oh, he's the foreign bad guy who's mean. Mm-hmm. Like, to them, that's 80s wrestling. That's what they know. That's yeah. Easy. That's easy. Yeah, it's a real Red Dawn He gets USA chance against him now. Like that's they're probably just sitting back there. Got him again. Here we go give me a yeah. steak wrap, Brucey. Brucey, get me a steak wrap. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send boss. a dick pic. <laughs> uh, we had a triple threat tag team match for the vacant uh tag team championship. Why is it vacant? Uh, Danny Birch got hurt. Oh, okay. So they had it. Okay. Uh, MSK defeated Grizzled Young Veterans and uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Sure, this is great. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I remember this though because it was like Legato Del Fantasma's like real big coming out party as far as like really showing that they're more than just kind of like guys. Oh yeah, they're all wearing suits now. They're all cutting promos. Yeah. Uh, so, then, yeah. then we had the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez defeating the champion Io Shirai. Yeah, this one was this brewing for a Not, long time. Yeah, it was brewing for a long time, and it wasn't that great. But yep. EO did her best. Yep. Yep. Uh, then night two, uh, pre-show match. Uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick defeated Brizango. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, it was fun. It started out with a ladder match to determine the undisputed cruiserweight champion. With Santos Ex- Escobar, Santos Escobar, the interim cruiserweight champion, uh, defeating Jordan Devlin, uh, the current cruiserweight champion yeah, at the time. Uh, Devlin's new name as of JD McDonough. That's right. Couldn't as Irish as you can fucking make it. <laughs> Is he still there? Yeah. He oh, just, okay. Uh, he just like redebuted as JD McDonough, um, and put Braun Breaker through a tape. Oh. 
Um, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart uh, defeated The Way. Uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, for those who don't remember, The Joy of The Way. Um, These video packages were the best. The best yep. stuff. The, Everything this is like with- that they were doing like from like when they became The Way was just so great. Mm-hmm. And I do think, yeah, like, the, yeah, I don't know. The, the teams were really good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Gargano with Austin Theory uh, defeated Bronson Reed. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, we got a little theory. We got a little theory in there. A little baby boy. I mean, he was part of the way. Exactly. He was the, he was the fourth he was, member. He was he their was little Eric baby boy. Matthews. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karrion Cross uh, defeated Finn Balor for the. This is N- one of Cross's best matches. Definitely. Uh-huh. This is the. I'm going to drag you into deep waters. That, that man. Yeah. That was that was good stuff. That was real good stuff. Because it was like Finn had a plan that worked and just didn't work. He just underestimated enough. him. He just like mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. He was he did exactly what he said. He almost got him, but Karrion Cross just had that little extra gas in the tank. Was was this the match where like Finn was saying he couldn't wrestle, or was that later with Adam Cole? That's Adam Cole when he just fucking buried the shit out of Cross. Yeah, on a promo just. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ate his lunch, <laughs> the shit his lunch back into his lunch pail, gave it to him, and then made him eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That old thing. That old, the old fucking classic. <laughs> uh, and then we had Kyle O'Reilly defeating Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match for for a 40-minute long unsanctioned match. Yeah, I, I this really, really, really liked I did it. With the chain. Yeah. Oh, but the chain, that's cool over the knee. That's right off the top rope. I really, really enjoyed this, uh, but I know a lot of people maybe didn't have that same sentiment. It was a little except. I enjoyed it, it, but it was like on the verge of it was excessive for sure. It was on the verge of like going like, ooh, that's too much. I was kind of like, and like a lot of people, I think it was just kind of my own fault where it's like you build up an expectation of what it's going to be. And it's just like, it was good. You know, it just wasn't kind of the, to me, it just didn't match whatever expectation I decided it had to have or whatever. But yeah. it, you know, it was still a really good match, and I bet if I re- went and like revisited it, which honestly, talking about this show specifically, I kind of want to go back and watch Stand and Deliver. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a good. Well, one. you can watch Stand or you can watch Deliver. I'll watch Stand today and see what happens later. Okay. Can, I'll, you know, NXT doggy style, NXT missionary. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, next show was Takeover in Your House 2021. Um, there was no heavy rock for this. It was just the uh, in your Some house theme jazz. Oh yeah, um, which which was fun. I I love the presentation of the in your house stuff. Like, yeah, you get, brought bring back Todd Pattengale and shit. You had like the the visual of Road Dog, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels on the computer, like that throwback of Shawn Michaels, like hitting the computer from back in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> it was good stuff. Except they all looked so fucking old and it, that whenever i see that it just makes me sad because then it just is like oh i'm also getting old oh yeah. you didn't know you're getting old uh, i did know road dog <laughs> the show happened on june 13th 2021 and in a uh i'm not gonna talk about the dark match uh um, you don't want to talk about the robert stone brand Okay, the dark match. Saray and Zoe Stark defeated the Robert Stone brand, which was Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. This is where they were becoming my favorite geeks. <laughs> because they were just so bad, and like they like also knew it. 
And, oh, no. But this is also where it's all of a sudden like, oh, Aaliyah's a good jobber, like legitimately good, like a good jobber. Yeah, and like, good for Stone's her. A great geek too. Yeah. So, I, I, I honestly, I enjoyed the Robert Stone. Is, Robert Stone is still on NXT, right? Yeah, he's he's Mister Stone. <laughs> and of the Caldwell Stones of the yeah, no. Mister Stone. No, we'll have to have a word logistic or uh, legally. We'll have to have a word. Yeah, and um, he is managing Von Wagner. Oh my God! Come Sick. Yeah. And they also have a girl with them, Sophia Cromwell, for no reason too. They're just trying everything they can. It's like we got a talker, we got a girl. We're gonna get Von Wagner over. <laughs> Uh, then we had a winner-takes-all six-man tag team match for both the NXT North American Championship and the NXT Tag Championships. Bronson Reed and MSK defeated Legato Del Fantasma. So I, I like I like the idea of like a winner-takes-all like, match like that because it's just a cool concept. And then I also really enjoyed uh, when Bronson won the uh, North American title on like an episode of NXT Weekly TV. Mm-hmm. And like, he fucking did the big old splash and everything on old John Gargano. They had that cage match. Like his wife was there, and um, you know, he had like that super emotional moment afterwards, because like he wasn't like when he first came in, he wasn't like one of the big chosen ones. Like they're like they brought him in after Regal saw him at a PWG show, and he was kind of like lost in the shuffle for a bit until they found this. Uh, was it the colossal Bronson Reed? Right. Mm-hmm. And they did like the the like Godzilla shit with him, and that's when yeah, that's where Triple H started to get it, and that's where he got the big push because then he became one of the guys, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was such a cool moment in time for him that didn't last. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Um, then we had Zia Lee with Boa and Mei Ying defeating Mercedes oh, Martinez. Yeah, remember, remember the dropped ball. Could have been the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. The yeah, whole isn't so this where Zia Lee just fucking murdered Mercedes with her kick? Yeah, yeah, and like I just remember everything building up to this was like those secret like packages and like um, them getting like beat up with the sticks. The and, like, weird crying. and the weird and, like animated story they did. Yeah, yeah. it was so it, it, cool when they revealed that was her beating the shit out of Boa. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like them then like being able to withstand it. Uh, it was cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then that was one of those what could have been. Then Mei Ying showed up and made it weird when and she it, actually sh- like did stuff. Just blew smoke in somebody. This fucking shotgun to fucking hit somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, had actual magical powers. And then yeah. th- now she just is, wears a onesie <laughs> <laughs> and drinks out of an insulated cup. And had a little. I like that. I like that she had a little sleepy gimmick. Where she was just <laughs> napping. Wasn't that her? Yeah. Yeah. Um, ooh, the next match with uh hey. Ted DiBiase. Hey. Hey. Looks, looks Stop like stepping on my job. Yeah. I'm looks trying like to rolled. keep this moving because we are well, almost done. I have to wait for to make sure no one is going to say anything and interrupt me. Hmm. Um, LA Knight defeated so Cameron Grimes <laughs> uh, for the uh, vacant million dollar championship in a ladder I match. I love this shit so much. Yeah, like, the whole build. Big a big fan of both of them. This is where LA Knight, like I know, started growing on everybody else because there was intention now behind his promos. Yes! It, it wasn't just him going out there hitting some catchphrases, saying it well, but like it meaning just jack shit. Yeah, well, and like his being the, the foil to 
always also my favorite version of Cameron Grimes, but who Fan became boat. A, who became a crypto millionaire is <laughs> like it's just so it was so funny, and then to have Ted DiBiase a part of the whole thing, it absolutely was for me where it clicked. Where I was like, I could see L.A. Knight as like a million dollar man type character. I like Ted DiBiase taking term, a break between like too. embezzling money from, <laughs> with his church. Oh yeah, make a different payday to pay those fines. <laughs> tax free, tax free million dollar man. Um, yeah, this is where they also were able to turn Cameron Grimes, who was like the rich dumbass, and they were able to turn him babyface throughout this this uh, this feud. It was super cool. Yeah, to the yeah. moon. Is he currently the North American champion? No, he lost it to Carmelo, and he just fought Braun. Oh, and that's right. It wasn't even. A crypto millionaire. It was that he got on the GameStop. Fucking yeah, yeah. Stonks without stonks, saying dude. it. They couldn't say it, but they, they couldn't say that he was... made his wealth on stonks. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we had Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, wait. I just re- fucking remembered. Sorry. I I just remembered. I See? pitched that idea. See, I have to wait a month before. I remember happened. that. That's true. That <laughs> was that was a, a premonition. That was a premonition dangle. Go through the archives. It's all there. It's all there. Go ahead, Derek. Uh, Next match is Raquel anyway. Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. Uh, with Dakota Kai beating Ember Moon. See, what's weird is people don't interrupt Isai, and that's... Well, I respect Isai. That's, well, <laughs> that's clear. Um, Raquel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon. Uh, Isai just said it. Um, yeah, this was the weird... Raquel this was whatever. The- and they were still trying with Ember, yeah. apparently. Yeah, I don't remember this really at all. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Well, then we had the Fatal Five Way for the NXT Championship, where we had four of the all-time great NXT wrestlers <laughs> and Karrion Cross. Yeah. And this was the promo yeah. where they just buried him. Karrion oh, uh, had legit cry face. Yep, he did. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, all lost to Karrion Cross. Yeah. I mean, he's still a tough boy. Yeah. And he's still tough. Like that, that promo he cut on him, though, where he's like, they gave you everything. It's like, you got the girl, the smoke, the mirrors, entrance. He's like, want to make me feel special? Put me in the ring. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's just like, well, shit, I guess I'm going to go back. Go back back to the backstage then. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to get called up to main roster and. I think he had already been. He had already lost to Jeff Hardy at this point, hadn't he? No, had he? No, had Um, he made his debut yet? It was right around then. That's right around this time. Yeah, man, I gotta go be a character from the movie Gladiator. (laughs) Um, According to Wikipedia, NXT Takeover Thirty Six was the thirty sixth and final NXT Takeover. Yeah. Well, they stopped um, calling him takeovers after that. Oh yeah. yeah. So um August twenty second, twenty twenty one, Heavy Rock brought to you by uh Seas on the Moon featuring Lena Scissor Hands. What? <laughs> Dude, that we're out of touch. We're out of touch. With, we're with out of touch. Song? We don't know what we don't know what's going on anymore. We're out of touch. We've got it. We've made it to the modern age. I don't know <laughs> what that is. What the fuck is that? Um so I forgot if I said this was August twenty second, twenty twenty one. Uh, first match was a pre show match. Uh, was Ridge Holland defeating Trey Baxter? 
What? Who's Trey Baxter again? <laughs> Wasn't he in Hero? No. No? No, he had a different name. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking... <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was saying, thinking. Are you thinking <laughs> Trey Miguel? No, I was thinking Max Caster. Oh. You know what? Maybe, maybe that's why I was thinking. Hero. Maybe that's why... Well, he was... raps? <laughs> what? Remember, like two seconds Blake ago, Christian. like we're out of touch with the, the young kids' music. Yeah, he raps. <laughs> That's Blake. Aren't Christian. they all the same? No, yeah. Trey Baxter's just small buddy Murphy. It was Blake Christian. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't From know. We have indies. to move on. Oh yeah, my God. it's Blake Christian. I think, from the Indies. I think our audio's broken, and Matt can't hear us sometimes. <laughs> I don't Cause, know. Because when I explained to him what Hanna-Barbera was, he didn't get it until he looked it up. And just now, Isa was explaining who he was, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know, Matt, Matt just bulldozes through. He just, he just, just, I, like I try it. my best, and then I, 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 I fucking... Sometimes I have to bail pretty quick. <laughs> um, We had a singles match for the Million Dollar Championship. Uh, Cameron Grimes with Ted DiBiase defeated L.A. Knight. I also love that. So Grimes was his butler. Yep. Like, yep. Beforehand, and mm-hmm. like, so we went through that thing, and he just like enjoyed it, and he was just like doing everything, and so L.A. Knight was still like, it was always like he was falling in the pool or shit was happening to him, and so then he was like, I'll make Ted DiBiase my butler then, and then he wins, but then Grimes gets a fucking fake championship because at the end of the day. Right. Ted DiBiase is always a Right. That's true. <laughs> dang it, Ted, you got me again. <laughs> that dang Ted DiBiase. Uh, That's the last good memory I have of NXT. Me too. Just this Ted DiBiase the, driving ooh. off as Cameron Grimes this spitting the on the last, ground. Like, take, this is the last like black and gold takeover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 2.0 happens right after this. The next this one. Shit gets weird. The next one was the like, wasn't it? It was like Champa versus Braun. Yeah, and yeah. Like, like it was. You had like a like on the first episode of NXT 2.0. It was like that four wave because Samoa was, Joe is yeah had to vacate the title. And was and that then, the wedding? There was a wedding involved somewhere. Oh, the Dexter, Dexter, and Indy. Indy, Indy, yeah. <laughs> Indy, Shotzi, please forgive me. So sorry. <laughs> they are very different. They are completely yeah. different names. Very similar. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, Raquel Gonzalez defeated Dakota Kai. Also something... Oh, no, never mind. It's because I've clicked on it. I thought Dakota Kai didn't have a Wikipedia entry. They finally split after, what, two years of teasing a split? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, uh, year and a, a year and a half, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Raquel won. And was this, like, Dakota's last thing? No. She okay. was back even fairly recently until she got canned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had, I mean, if this is the last one, we we gotta end it with a banger. Ilya Dragunov defeated Walter. Mm. And unfortunately, <laughs> Ilya just got hurt and had to give, get rid of that title just now. Oh. Um, really. if, Were they if doing there's... another, like, super long run? Is that the UK thing? That is well, kind of the UK thing. I mean, but that's only what since because Pete Dunne to Pete, Pete Dunne had June. it for a while, right? Pete Dunne had it for like five hundred days. Yeah, yeah. Pete Dunne had the longest reign in modern history, and then that got beat by Walter. Um, yeah, yeah. It, Which I mean, then they were getting beat by Roman now. Yeah, but then yeah. So Ily- Iliad just now dropped the title. I know who 
want it, if y'all want to hear after the recording, I'm not going to spoil that. I'm going to spoil it. Okay, if no one listens to this. So. <laughs> well, I don't. Uh, nobody, nobody True. watches UK. Nobody watches Dynasty UK. Yeah, it's, it's Tyler Bate has the title yeah, like again. Big Strong Boy. Oh, okay, that's okay. Which I'm, was a cool yeah. way because they just did the, the split from Trent Seven, so that was actually a cool surprise little thing. They're like, oh, we get to actually tell this a, a cool story with this. Oh, yeah. really? Because and he beat did, Trent Seven in the finals. They, in the finals for a, of a tournament. To Wait, has Mustache Mountain to... still been going this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good they're they're the ones that beat pretty deadly for the NXT UK uh, tag titles. That's a great tag team that I've just not been paying attention to. It's because nobody watches NXT UK, exactly. which if you mix black and gold, watch it. Because it's black and gold. Yeah. 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 And it's on at like 2, p- 2 in the afternoon. Well, it's also nice. just on the big cock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's what we call peacock. Right? The big. Cock. I know. I. I have. I, I. It took me half a second. <laughs> it's in that, like in that first now, half so a like second. I'm getting my second wind because I woke up like at eight o'clock. I get a little bit of a wind, then I go down. Now I'm back. <laughs> Good. This is the time to be back for is NXT 2.0. <laughs> we fucking need you. Um. We had a two out of three falls match. Uh. Kyle O'Reilly <sighs> defeated Adam Cole two to one. Fall one, a traditional wrestling match. O'Reilly won that. Fall two, a street fight. Adam Cole won that. And fall three, a steel cage match uh, that O'Reilly won. Yeah. I still it was good, and again, just kind of jumped the shark. Like, this whole feud kind of jumped the shark a little bit. Yeah, I think that's such a weird, overblown thing to do. Like, because for, I feel like they're playing it pretty realistically as far as, like, a blood feud goes. And so then to be like, let's do the gimmick, most gimmicky, gimmicky thing we could do is, which is like, Three you pick a match, I pick a match, Regal picks a match, which is, it's, it is cool. But I do think maybe just the way they were telling that story maybe could have benefited from like a, I don't know, like a, a you know, just another last man standing they, thing or whatever. And they could have established Kyle's character a little bit better. Yeah. They that's tried, on, but that's nobody on liked it. Dude. Yeah. That's on O'Reilly. Yeah, well, I like I, it. I, I like Metallica. Like they tried and they just like it just didn't quite work. Yeah. Know? Like yeah. Even though I I liked it, like I'm, but I understand that I'm a rare exception to it. Well, See to that standpoint. I also liked it. I love Kylo O'Reilly yeah. when he has friends. When he's by himself, it's like the kid trying too hard to be cool, and it it's, just it feels weird. It just yeah. felt weird. Um. It just, yeah, something didn't click. Yeah. He's yeah, not a I, leader. He's a goon. It kind of feels to me, and I could be off base, and I will say that right now. I could be totally wrong, because I don't know, and I don't want to generalize Canadians, but it feels <laughs> like an outside perspective of what an American bad boy is. Not so, I know Canadians well, he love was fucking just Metallica. Ca- he was I know just that a Canadian that. bad boy. He liked no, the on fire. But, it, but, it's like he was, but it's like he was playing a role... That like everyone else in the undisputed era was also playing, but felt more natural in. So I, I think he was just being himself. Yeah, that I, that is just him. Yeah, and Which, good for him. And that could be mean on me. Is just a little goofy and a little nerdy, and it's like, but then in the wrestling show, they're portraying that as a badass. Yeah, just be a goofy. They nerd. didn't let him be enough of a goofball at the same time. Like it was. They're trying to present him as just a badass, but he is naturally goof. Yes, yes. They yes. needed to make the goofballness a little bit part of the presentation. And I think for that's it to like come across, I think. And I think that's why he felt stiff. That's what he felt like. He just felt stiff. 
like it wasn't loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, maybe in kind of that same realm of like a, an Ember Moon thing, where it's like I know you are in this character, you are, you know, but it's just not. Uh, it's like almost like maybe you shouldn't be. Yeah, or yeah. Like maybe we can tone down how serious you're taking your own character, or or the show and can the way it puts across. I don't know. The the whole thing of like you know taking a portion of your personality and turning it up to eleven means that you don't turn every part of it up to 11. Yeah. And Kyle and Ember, like, I think just needed to, like, be a little bit more selective of, like, what parts they turned up and what parts they didn't. And so that, like, turning it all up to 11 is just like, whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. Versus, like, give us one one piece of it turned up like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just... I don't know. He felt it just felt weird. And it's hard to take a weird, goofy guy playing air guitar and making him serious all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. That's not easy to do. Like, yeah, yeah. you got to be serious first and then goofy like Stone Cold. Yeah, which I, I think he's it feels like we're getting a pretty authentic Kyle right now. Um, uh, and yeah, because on, he's on AEW, but he's a lackey. No, he's yeah, a exactly. He's just it's, Kyle he O'Reilly kinda... from the Undisputed Era. Exactly. Yeah, he's and... doing what he does best. It feels natural, yeah. Yeah, he's a lackey. Adam Cole's the leader. He's a natural goon. Yeah, he's the Frankie Stacchino. No, he's Joey the Rat. Yeah, he is. God, Joey. Honestly, there was one episode where he wasn't there, and I got, like, bummed out. I was like, where is he? He's my favorite. I love Boy Meets World. That show holds up better than most shows. It's Um, a great show. That's my very first favorite, favorite show. uh, We're rewatching it right now, and it's just like... Oh, they have good parenting and it's not bad at all. And they're respectful of their children. They treat them like humans. I don't know. It's weird. Samoa Joe defeated Karrion Cross. So yeah, this is where Samoa Joe was like back. I remember because he got canned. Yeah. And then they brought him back and he was like an authority figure. And Regal's like, but you're not a competitor. And he's like, Regal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Which is so funny. Like, yeah, he was like Regal's bodyguard, basically, because like Regal could because yeah, it, it was a runaway train. Yeah, the gimmick was Kurt. like the like the show was like a runaway train, and I remember Regal was gonna retire, and then Joe comes back, and he's like, "No, you're not gonna retire, Regal." He's like, "I'm gonna help you," and, but then there was still just as many fucking fights and everything and backstage brawls. This yep. is yeah. where NXT just was like a consistent backstage brawl was just happening, just always in the background. Ever Rise was there it was great. Kind of fitting, right? How things turn out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, and then you said after this, there was a fatal because Karrion Cross lost, so he get called up, right? Yep. And yeah. then Samojo got hurt again because you know that's his. Yeah. Amp. So on what he NXT does. Two point Is he hurt now? Who he is Samojo. in Ring of Honor, right? Yeah. He, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Ring of Honor. Um. They just like very haphazardly like tossed the card together. Um. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, well, that's neither here nor there. So on NXT 2.0, when that started, there was a they had to get a new champion because Samoa Joe vacated the towel because he was injured. And I put Which, air quotes in that. Um, and he had COVID and then they decided not to continue with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just became a backstage guy and he was essentially getting groomed for Regal's spot. Um, and so that happened until he got canned. Um, but. Um, the the four way was was Champa, it was Gargano, um, was it L.A. Knight, and, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be Kyle. It's supposed to be Kyle O'Reilly, but he was jumped, and so his new friend was then put into the main event. 
Oh, Von, Von Wagner? Von Wagner. Come Tuesday. And also, the first matchup, NXT 2.0, LA Knight was in the ring cutting a promo, and then he fought Braun Breaker and lost. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. And so, just to kind of like, I don't want to go over NXT 2.0. I don't not want to do a whole episode. What if that. no? What no. if we do? Let's just let's just close it out. I'm, I, I what if just, we if we what if we close it out on the NXT 2.0 War Games? I feel like that was kind of the changing of the guard of. What was the black and it gold, was. the remnants well, of the black rather, and gold era to what we're doing now? I, I, I don't even care to discuss that because it just <laughs> was what it was. Sure. It, it really isn't even that worth discussing. Like, it was the last. And it is because, like, we're still in this. Yeah, we're still but. in this era. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't want to go over it because like, I'm with still you. evolving because then. I'm like, am I just gonna walk everybody through the week? Well, let's talk about TVs? then. Let's so th- let's talk about zoom out and look at this era we're in now itself. Because well, when NXT, yeah, please, actually, Derek, go ahead. I do want to mention the wedding. Okay, yeah, because you could tell it was a it was an ending. It was an ending for the way. It was, it was an ending for all this stuff, and like, <laughs> I kind of got a little emotional because well, well, yeah, you see now, like you know. Candace and Johnny are gone. Dexter is gone. But it was like but, months, right? It was like it was like a couple months before that that Johnny had this impassioned promo in the ring of like, I'm not leaving. Like he's like, I you know, basically breaking the fourth wall to be like, I love NXT. NXT is everything to me. I'm never going. And then a couple months later, he's like, I don't think I'm gonna resign my fucking contract here. Well, yeah, just means- like, well, because they left because NXT left him. Exactly. Like it just was it moved on. And he had a child. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure, but the best wrestlers are absentee fathers, and it can't be another way. I don't care if you live where they film. And so what's wild is that, like, there was some people that got, ended up getting released, like, pretty much soon after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, like, where NXT 2.0 is where they were like, hey, we're just going back to developmental now. Like, and really, what was it? What was it from what we know from the dirt sheets? What do we know about? Was it Vince McMahon? Was it really like a losing of the Wednesday Night Wars as Tony Khan would scream at you? You know, or what so, What was it that really, do you think, changed I think, everything here? I think that was half of it. It was that, like, they, like, Triple H didn't win. And so Vince was like, well, this, like, your super indie didn't work. These little guys didn't work. So we're going back to developmental. We're making big guys. And it's also, like, a, I think, like, a Bruce Pritchard thing. And they're trying to get stars in because they realize that they don't have any young talent up the top. Yeah, they got Roman and Brock. Yeah, and And now Theory. That's the young talent. Well, Theory's like 25 or whatever. Yeah, he's technically actually young talent. But no, it's like, you know, AJ Styles, like Roman Reigns, um, fucking Edge, Finn. (laughs) Like, they're like mid to late 30s, early 40s. Like, all of them. Mm. And so it's like they need to get new talent. They need to get, like, they want stars. And so having guys like Braun Breaker... Or these big, larger than life people is that what they're going for? Because that's what Vince knows. Mm-hmm. That's what Vince and Bruce like. That's what they think works, even though there's a lot to the contrary. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you even see a guy like Cesaro, Claudio shows up in AEW. Don't you notice how fucking huge he is compared to everybody else there? Yep, it's mm, wild. Yeah. And he was just a guy like in WWE. Yeah, for but real. Yeah, they just wanted to go back to developmental, so that's what NXT did. Um, called it NXT 2.0. They're trying to appeal to, I think, a younger demographic with the colors and like the different shit that they're doing. And the they're butts. Try- the, there's so much butt. Um, <laughs> there is just 
so like they're they're kind of like toxic attraction. Like it's Mandy Rose got sent back down to win the NXT Women's Title because oh yeah, that's what that shit means. Um, and she's held it forever, and it's like they're just like a group of like they're like they're just like hey they're hot like here here they are yeah. except J C Jane. <clears throat> Oh, I feel bad because she she's probably a great person, super nice, whatever. But whenever she does that little entrance, like opening dance, she always looks so awkward. <laughs> yeah, because it's not it's obviously not her. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. Like, it like someone playing a character. Not want to watch anything. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I gotta go. I have it's to like leave. I I feel like her and Mandy are legitimately probably really good people, like really nice people. Like you don't hear people talk shit talk Mandy. Like yeah, even though like she is that model type and stuff, but people are supportive of her, and that's like who she is. Gigi is a shithead. Yep. An absolute shithead. Yeah. Like, and fuck her. But she's also the one that's the most naturally in that character. She's the natural combination of character and work, but she sucks. So it's just like, if you're going to be playing, I I don't care about this. Like I, the one person who is the person who I should connect with, with this gimmick, I don't connect with because of personal reasons. Like it's awful. Yeah. Right. If you're gonna have them play a, a, if you're with any faction, anything, especially if you're like heels and you're you're bad guys, it's like it is. It's not fun to watch unless the people doing it are like having fun doing it. And I agree, watch it with like toxic attraction. It seems like the only one who who is fitting in that role is Gigi Dolan, <laughs> where it's like the other one is just like you can still be heels or well, whatever. Mandy but the whole, Rose like, is just not good at like wrestling or her character stuff. She, she's, she's a good tag team wrestler in that she has three good moves. She's you know? wooded yeah. as fuck with any promo she's ever done. And it yeah. comes across there, too. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and and so kind of as we leave NXT and we put this to bed finally, like it, it, it's it gone back to the days of like almost like a Deep South wrestling, um, especially with John Laurinaitis was the head of talent. Not anymore. Fairly, fairly recently. <laughs> and then also Triple H coming out and be like, I'm what do you mean? I'm back. That's all. And, has and he so, has any more come out about that? Not necessarily, but it's like they were having like tryouts and stuff, and they weren't really inviting wrestlers um to like some of the tryouts that they were doing because they're going for athletes and big jack fuckers and guys like Idris Sanofe who look like he's like wider than fucking like he can't fit into a door if he's walking straight, but he's also like not a good wrestler. Well, there's some tryouts coming up in during uh, SummerSlam weekend. And they're inviting independent wrestlers. Hmm. So maybe we'll get a little bit of a bounce. And again. so, and I think that's what, like, at the end of the day, as as NXT Black and Gold was closing, I think we needed something different because mm-hmm. they had, as we had talked about numerous times, they had jumped the shark on so many things that we we did. Well, like, we needed something different. We and didn't need it to this extreme. All yeah. the shark jumping happened during COVID. That's true. I think that fucked. I them. mean the the Johnny Gargano Adam Cole stuff was all before. That 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 was the beginning, but I still think they were doing good. It just wasn't at a peak. I think if it, I think if Johnny and Champa had an actual match, it would have been much different. Yeah, it would have been great. There, there's moments where people had said that it kind of jumped the shark, and I kind of agree because it hit its apex, it hit the peak, and then it was coming down. Um, I do think like having a a, a solid developmental system would make sense. Yeah, um, but also like having a good show and a, another just good promotion um, is great, but you need the balance of that. And so they went I, so hard to the other side. And I think they're seeing that it's not working that well. That they're like, oh, shit, we got to bring some of these other guys I, to come and wrestle. Well, yeah, like I, I think I said, like, very early on after 2.0 happened, if if 2.0 was the developmental show and there was still 
black and gold. 2.0 would be great. Like, it'd be like, oh, this is cool. This is a different look, you know? Like, but now 2.0 is the main show, and then they have NXT level up as, like, the truly <laughs> unwatchable developmental show on YouTube. Um, it's it's AEW dark, but um, people who've never wrestled. Dark, <laughs> I just, I'm shocked I did not know. About, I feel it's, like it's I should have known about this. It's dark elevation, but worse, because dark elevation is just... A lot of indie workers usually trying to make their way. These are people who've never worked. These are people who are fucking athletes. Five matches in or hair models. Let's Looking get at you, Javier Bernal. YouTube revenue stream. It's rough. But That's like, bonkers. If Black and Gold was the main show and then 2.0 was the, the level up, That'd be sick. Yeah. It's it's so funny because like you see the guys that they really lean on too for some of these. It's like they leaned so heavily on like Roddy and they leaned so heavily like on Cameron Carmelo. Grimes. Carmelo, because these are guys that wrestle mm-hmm. that can wrestle. And so like you gotta go out there and do it. like even Solo Sokoa, uh the Uso's younger brother, he's he's a fucking a part of the Anawaii family. He can wrestle. So he's yeah. in there all the time. And so yeah. I think they are probably realizing that they need help. And that's why they shouldn't have released some of the people that they did. And this will go back just to the whole change of philosophy with NXT, but you need to have, like, I would have kept Taya Valkyrie, like Frankie Monet, I would have kept her. Because mm-hmm. that's a yeah. perfect person. She's been around the world and done it. Help, help the Tiffany Strattons of the world learn the job on the job. And she's a great person to have there for it. And that actually probably would have been a good tag team, now that I think about it. Yeah, um, yeah that she, would have been. Is she butt girl? That's Nikita Lions. Oh, okay. That's okay. Nikita Lions. That is, okay. uh, that's the one that like is like a, a MAGA, like a MAGA person. And oh. they, they listen to some very bad music, but then also just like appropriate black culture to the oh. max. And there's also like a video from I think like like a show that she was on where like people were essentially like black people were confronting her about that. Oh. Oh wow. Sick. Yeah, that's butt girl as you. Okay, remember. okay. See, I know nothing. Tiffany Stratton is actually becoming very good. Cool. Yeah, there was she's, just this. Whole, you can tell she's working hard. Yeah, I mean, there was this whole, you know, leading up through all of the last year, years of NXT and everything we were seeing with the incoming of of AEW and stuff too. So much bloating in WWE where they had had been signing so many people, and there was this kind of feeling leading up to all of it where it's like oh the dam's going to burst at some point they're not going to they're obviously not doing anything with all the people they're paying w- you know what's going to happen and then i agree it's i feel like there was just this big exodus of like we're just cutting we're we're saying we're cutting this we're going for it and in hindsight it's like you really could have benefited from being maybe a little more strategic about who you were cutting and stuff cuz it seems well, like it was literally just kind of free for all 205 live anybody that was a cruise rate for the most part was gone yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 now AEW is the bloated one. <laughs> and I'm kind of assuming, like, if I had to make a guess, it would be Nick Khan looking at like just who's making how much money, where, and not even like what's their story, they, what have they accomplished here, and what just looking done? like who's going to make money. Like Vince, do you like any of these? Like who? Who the hell's Trey Baxter? Yeah, like, that's, that's not even a trash. name. Trey, they, like an ass Trey. <sighs> I think it is literally Nick Khan is running this. With the goal of eventually selling this company, mm-hmm. but that's like just how you have to look at it. Like he's looking at wrestlers as line items on a budget. Mm-hmm. It's not and looking at, business. At, at what brings in money versus 
what money is being spent, and that's how he's doing it. Yeah, because it, Vince on the Pat McAfee show was even talking about it's like, like I had to take my heart out of it. I can't have the love. It's not personal. It's just business. Yeah, that's a fa- it's a it's a fascinating interview with Vince McMahon, uh, but. Yeah, super, super interesting. That's fucking yeah. NXT, everybody. Yeah. We did it. We did it over the course of a year. <laughs> Talked about yeah. all of it. I think we're going to maybe have a couple more. We're going to maybe do a few, a few bite-sized episodes before we uh, hop into another series. But uh, <laughs> So so let's look at the uh, the history of Enochism. And eventually, oh, eventually yeah. Zach or, and or I will get bored enough to make a super, an NXT Supercut episode. Oh, <laughs> or episodes. But uh, yeah, there, I mean, yeah. But yeah, we could watch. We could we could talk about a uh, Scooby Doo Curse of the Speed. We're not going to watch goddamn fucking Scooby Doo. <laughs> you know we are. Scooby Doo. We're going to watch uh, Snidely Whiplash versus uh, I don't know uh, Kurgan. Scooby Doo WrestleMania Rizzo. Mystery. Yeah, they're all on HBO Max. They're all free if you have HBO Max. If you, if you well, that's not HBO free, Max. so eat a butt. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 figure it out. We'll figure it out. But thank we'll figure you it out. all. We, yeah, we did it. We're here. We're through NXT. Oh, NXT is over. NXT. And a lot of your friends are on AEW doing next to nothing. So you can watch that. Yeah, they're still out there. Going there, kicking going around. They're getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see all your favorites from uh, NXT, go to AEW Dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Tony Nese. Check out one of these. God, I keep forgetting he shows on, up. He's been on Dynamite quite a bit because he's feuding with uh, Danhausen eternally. So ah, he's ah. Uh, he just was on Rampage as the main event against Orange Cassidy. Why? He's oh, Abs guy. That's it. He's it was a good match. You know, and well, because Danhausen had to curse uh, Mark Sterling. <sighs> I love it. I don't care. I love it. He came out there dressed in a suit because he was the lawyer this week. I'll take I'm that. his lawyer? I'm a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair that you do the only good Dan Housen impression. <laughs> <laughs> so much. It'd be like if I did the best Bret Hart. <laughs> well then. Similar quality, too. Thank you all for listening. Happy Reset Day. And, uh, oh, ref- he's back. Yeah. WrestleBoys316 says Ligma. Li- uh, Ligma? What's, what's lig- 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 Ligma? Ligma balls, motherfuckers! Oh, oh, fuck! Oh, 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 oh.